This week is short and sweet as the Cowboys get a week off after their submission to the Cogra Reptiles. We looked at the teams to contest the Origin Decider and we exercise our next for Wimbledon. This is On The Ranch. Yes, welcome back to On The Ranch. It's episode... 17. 17 already. It's a beautiful, lucky 17. I don't know why it's lucky. <laughs> lucky for someone. Lucky for some. <laughs> someone I am Rob. Someone. You can find me on Twitter at XRBob and Instagram lately. Uh, you can find the man to my left, Pistol, at On The Spot on Facebook. You can find all of us on the On The Spot page on Facebook. He hasn't done a video for a while. What's it No, going? no. It's been a bit slack. I'm running out of material. <laughs> <laughs> What? There's, there's like Seriously. a game every week. Yeah. Like, you can I, I talk know. underwater. How can you not come up with something? For oh, it's, it gets hard to try and rhyming slang and cliches and oh, get up. I'll, I'll have something for you this week. Don't worry. Oh, good, good. That's what we need to hear. Bit of roast chook. And uh, a bit further over, the barking frog, he's back again. Loving it. Yes, I am. I'm back. Loving life. <laughs> stop, Sorry, stop I'm still on holiday mode. I, only went, I just went back to work today, so I've had the week off. So oh. I've been cruise mode. I've been very, very cruise mode. What have you been doing for the week? I've been you know, spending time with the kids. I've been bowling. I've uh, went to the show, worked at the show. and Yeah, it all. yeah a bit of everything. A bit of everything here and there. Well, uh, we have a uh, special guest here tonight. We... Uh, Sort of expanded the panel just a little bit. He's a, he's a man who uh, has played a few games for the Cowboys. He's played a few games for the Warriors and a few games for uh, the Huddersfield Giants. Uh, you might know him. He's, uh, he's George Gaddis. Welcome, George. Thanks, boys. Uh, wonderful to be on the ranch tonight. Yeah, it's good to have you. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what the buzz was about. I've been hearing about this and thought I'd uh, jump on and, and enjoy, enjoy a bit of a chat. So looking forward to it. He yes. does. He does enjoy a bit of a chat. There's no arguing about that. Well, it could, it could be a long episode tonight. We'll just have to see how we go. That's fine. Well, uh, it's nothing formal tonight, but uh, it's good to have you on board. It's something different for us, something new for us. Pretty exciting for us to have an actual someone who's taken the field. Other than Footballing myself. royalty, we call that in the uh, biz. We could say that. We could say that. We <laughs> might uh, might uh, have a quick chat about your uh, time at the Warriors and Huddersfield, and obviously the Cowboys a bit later on, but. Uh, Welcome to the show, regardless. Uh, thank you. It's, uh, it's great to be here. Awesome, awesome. Well, we had a bit of a hiatus. We missed a week because someone was sick. Yeah, still sick. Uh, well, still not the best. You might hear a cough every now and then. It's a bit um. A bit and average. we're also a bit off too because it's Monday. We usually do this on a Tuesday yeah, it night. Is Monday. So it is Monday. Uh, it is the 8th. Yeah, the Monday it's night roars. Just coming straight off the uh, supercar weekend. Huge weekend for me. I usually work at... Uh, Spend time in the office for a lot of it, but uh, get down there and have a soak up the atmosphere. It's something I enjoy quite a bit. So you rev head, I am a little bit. Rev rev head. I can't lie, I was there Saturday and Sunday as well. So I, I worked first, then I enjoyed. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, I was collecting cans and bottles. I was helping the door. Oh, you were doing that yeah. for the school? I was doing yeah. the recycling. I've never met so many. I've never seen so much waste in my life. Oh, I'll bet. Did you have to actually go through the bins? We did. We did. Well, no, the cleaners brought the bags to us and then we rummaged through the bags. So there were some interesting moments, yeah. (laughs) I'll never never drink beer ever again. Syringes. (laughs) Especially Cooper's. No, it wasn't that bad. The odd nappy every once in a while, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, 
you know, I'm past the nappy stage at home. So yeah. Please, yeah. your lunch. You might be father of the year here. <laughs> we might have to nominate you. That is a uh, bad gig you scored on the weekend. There. Well, I look. I looked at it like this. I looked at it like this. Uh, so the oldest daughter, she said, "Oh, Dad, we're we're, we're raising funds for Hang school." Hang on, how old's the oldest? Eleven. She's she's a school captain, so she she's like she wanted to make sure she she gets in and does everything. This year, who was her goal? Grade six, school captain. Well, one of Herman Park doesn't have. They've got house captains, and they are the school captains as well. And she's like. Dad, I'm, I'm going to do everything this year. I'm going to do everything. She's playing. She's playing every sport she possibly can. She's doing every volunteer thing that she can try and do. And um, she uh, said, "We're going. Uh, I want to go to the V8s and do the recycling thing." And I went, "Okay, okay." And I, I looked you at went, it. Yes. I looked at it like this and went, "Okay, I'm, I'm sure I can do that for two hours to get free tickets." So <laughs> I, you know, we had to. <laughs> oh. Pick the angle. Uh-huh, I went the angle. So we picked... We picked. I want to do it for just fathering. No, we'll do it for... I'm getting something out of it. <laughs> hey, I'm an opportunist, man. Right? You get it, something, never do it for free. So we, we, I picked, we got to pick the time. So I made sure on the Saturday I picked three to five sections. Because I, I wasn't overly phased by... I'm not the biggest V8 fan, as you know. Um, so I thought, well, if I do the three to five, that means I can watch the concert. So I watched Killing Heidi. Um, Ice House. Yeah, and I, I didn't stay for Ice House because we was getting a bit late for for, for young and anyway, and I, we were pretty much done anyway. But I, I'm, I'm a big Killing Heidi fan, so I wanted to see them. Um, and then we did the one till three on the Sunday, so I could watch the second race. And then we yeah, literally, nice. and then we literally didn't watch one car go around live. We sat under the big tent, and watched it on the big screen. <laughs> It was too wet. It's the atmosphere. Yeah, oh, hey, it was great. The, the tension, was, the buzz, the crowd. The tent was packed. It was packed. So, yeah, no, it was good. We had a good little vantage spot right in front of the big screen. Blanket out. Actually, had a little bit of a snooze there for a while, and it was great. So, what school? Hermit Park. Hermit Park, yeah. How much do you reckon in the kitty from that? Oh, Two, I have three, no idea. Four, I read today it was 30,000 odd cans they collect, or 30,000 cans and bottles. Yeah. So, three grand thereabouts. About three or four grand, yeah. Wow. It, it, <laughs> You have lulls, but then you'd get hammered. Mm. Like we filled on the Saturday. We did um, eight of those big garbage, those garden sort of size yeah, bags, yeah, trash packs in two hours. That's a Fair great effort. That is yeah. a good effort, isn't it? The cleaners thought we were nuts because we were going through everything. Were you wearing like some type of hoodie and dark glasses, <laughs> <laughs> just really trying to stay incognito through this whole? I stayed. Ordeal. No, we were in these behind these fences that you couldn't see in, and then when we walked out, we were sort of like. Quick, go. High vis shirts looks like you're just a council man. That's just, it. Oh, yeah, we're just doing my job. That's it. And now uh, we are. Uh, oh, but I was in the pit area, so we were in the pit area. So that was fun. It was good. It was good fun. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Doing your bit for the yeah. Doing world. my little bit for the recycling world, and uh, yeah, it was good fun. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, we might uh, just crack into a well. It's a round fifteen review. It's a couple of weeks ago now. The yeah. Cowboys travelled down to uh, Wind Stadium to take on. The uh, the dragons going down, unfortunately. Unfortunate. Uh, seven thousand and seven thousand and eight was the official attendance record, but there was there a was a massive yeah on that the was on the M one on the way there, so a lot of people turned around and, and uh, went home and uh, presumably watched it from home. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's uh, no, that's no good. Twenty two to fourteen, the score there. Four tries to the dragons uh, for Dufty Aiken, Ravalawa, and Host. Mate, we we get you in the air, mate, doing that kind of pronunciation. What's wrong with Ravalawa? No, I'm not saying that was a bad thing. I'm saying it was oh. a good thing. I would have stumbled all over that. Oh, that is, I've heard it a few times. I've been listening to other people, <laughs> actual professionals. It's certainly not me. Oh, you're selling yourself short. 
Yeah, that's me. Three from four conversions for uh, Corey Norman. And the Cowboys, three tries. One to Scott Drinkwater. Yeah. Beautiful, good stuff. The golden boy. And two to Tom Wampachik, which very good tries, actually, from memory. It's quite a while ago now. But, uh, <laughs> none from two conversions from Kahu. None from one conversion for Clifford. But one from one penalty goal from Kahu. The uh, conversions. Just on that, I'm... I remember watching this game and at 22 to 14 or whatever and a couple of minutes to go and Cowboy scored in the corner, controversially called forward pass. I thought it was back. I think that's try time every day of the week, really. Sort of glad the Cowboys missed those conversions because at 22-20 and getting pulled up robbed three weeks in a row would not have been good for the dog, the couch, (laughs) the fridge, the TV. (laughs) In the, the TV, you reckon? In the Coventry household. No, I think it would have been uh, not the greatest night. Well, you know, you're in that position. <laughs> it? Sort of let it let it go too early. You can't let that much get away from you. The game just got away from him. I didn't, yeah. we, I didn't get to watch most of the game. I think the most I saw was on uh, Lucky's phone. Because <laughs> we were at a... We, George and I were at a, at a function. And um, the most I got to see in the game was off, on Michael Luck's phone. He was sort of watching before we started. <laughs> and uh, we were up um, 12-zip. Well, yeah. I thought he was going to throw that phone at somebody at some stage <laughs> because uh, they actually started the game quite well. I remember yeah. mm-hmm. looking over it at the early stages of the game and I, th- I think you know, it, was, it was still quite a contest. Yeah. And uh, they're playing well. And um, it just progressively got away from them, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It did. Like, I remember, I remember I was up on stage at one stage and I did look down at Lucky and you could just see that look on his face. It's like all the colour had drained out and he's ready to, <laughs> ready to throttle someone. Well, that's good. He's still got passion for a former player, so oh, it's probably got a bit to do with his job too. Yeah, these. well, that too as well. That too. Now I remember one part in that game was I think we were up ten nil and uh, on the attack, and Clifford's put through a ball, a grubber kick, I think, on third tackle, which I reckon was the turning point in the game personally, and it got in in goal, but only by a meter, and and Dufty got out, and in the end, ran up the field and scored a try or whatever after the next couple of minutes, but. I don't know, maybe a bit more composure from the half and settle it down and then that way you still got the ball or if you're going to put the attack and kick in, not not one outside back knew it was on. What was, what was the half-time score? 10-6. It was 10-6. Yeah. Well, here, here's a question for you, George. You went, you know, you've obviously been in situations, whether it be at that level or even, you know, at, at a lower level. What When you're when going to the sheds at half-time and you're only, you know, you're up by a little bit but you've been playing really, really good footy, do you sometimes wish that it wasn't half-time? You wish that you could just keep rolling through because you're on such a good run. Yeah, momentum is a big thing in in the modern game, uh, and when you got it, sometimes you you just prefer to keep on rolling. Um, and sometimes it doesn't take too much to break momentum, and you may not see the ball again for for a certain period throughout the game. Uh, there is absolutely nothing to say that at the end of a set of six, you're going to see that ball back the next set of six. And yep. sometimes, you know. Uh, an error, a penalty, a try. Before you know it, you might not have seen the ball for 10 minutes. And then by the time you get it back, you're so fatigued that you, you're you making poor def, uh, decisions yeah. with the football. And I think that's um, at different stages plagued the Cowboys this year. It's just they haven't been able to maintain pressure. They haven't been able to maintain me- momentum. And um, and it's been a real learning curve for some of the young players they've had they've brought into the to the club this year on the back of so many injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that because that's happened to us a couple of times. There, what was that other game we were talking about where we were 
we just were running high at, at, at a half time. Yeah, manly. Like, yeah, man, the manly game. Yeah, we, we were all up and on. <laughs> it was just like, you know, you look at it and just go, oh, why did we have to go to half yeah. time? Yeah, but I, I think losing uh, Morgan at, uh, at against just the before half time. Yeah. Yeah. No, just after half time. It was just after yeah. half time, yeah, to that head injury. Head injury basically it was a head injury concussion in the end. That wouldn't have helped either, obviously, because everyone's looking to him. So. Huge loss. You take a half out of any NRL side, yeah. they, they're going to struggle to win a game of football. Yeah. Right? They're the brains trust. You know, you spend your whole week. Most of the plays are ba- around, uh, revolve around them. The big contributors in the kicking game. Uh, they they control your, your sets of six um, in attack. Um, you take them out. You take them out of play, and it, it changes the way you play. As as a former rake, how does that go for you? Like it, you know, all week you've been training, and you're getting a service to Morgo, and then he's out, and then you've got a makeshift half in. How does that affect even your running game? Then for someone like Granville to come out of dummy half, where he's doesn't have that reliability that he can go out the back to Morgo. Does that take more emphasis on the dummy half then as well with service? What it does is it creates a lot of noise on the field. Uh, a lot of other players feel they need to step up and fill the void. Um, and then all of a sudden, where you've just got that that, that balance, that 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 voice you, that you can rely on, where you know he's calling the ball, he wants the ball at a certain time. And, mo- and most dummy halves are taught um, when the halfback wants the ball, he gets it. So it takes a lot of the decision-making away from the dummy half when um, the, the halfback's calling the ball. So for Granville... To answer your question, you know, if there's different times where he knows that um, Morgan's not there and he's not calling the football. So he can have a scoop. He can have a scoop. But when Morgan wants it, he gets it. Then all of a sudden he's not in on the field. Um, He starts having to make a lot of the decisions. He's starting to have to assess which side of the ruck is the better option. And that, that can detract from his running game. I guess that's where when you see teams like the Storm, where Cam Smith is so good at that. He, it, yeah, he, you know, obviously when when Cronk was there and, and and that kind of stuff, but now you know with Munster and that kind of stuff, he still can go. Yeah, that's no, great. You're ongoing myself, kind of thing, I guess, because he's he, he reads the play so well. Four hundred games this weekend I as know. well. Like, does the guy get injured? Does he? Oh, he <laughs> oh, what an Iron Man! He's superhuman. Like, in, in, in and going around she? next year too. Yeah, and and, and just uh, he doesn't shirk any responsibility or any time on the football field. He makes a lot of tackles every week. Yeah. He's, he, he's, we're going to look back, and I don't think any other player in the history of the game is going to actually play as many games as he's played. Now, with this new um, HIA yep. um, mm. head injury assessment, um, there will be no players that will ever play the amount of games that he's played. Yeah. They well, will, they'll, they'll get it to a point yep. where they will get uh, have so many head... Um, head injuries, yep, and I'll there'll be a point they'll say after 10, 12, 14. I don't know what the number is, but they will come up with a number where they say, we will not be able to register you at this point. Well, that's what happened, correct me if I'm wrong, way back in the day with someone like Sean Valentine, didn't it? Like, had all the talent, but just kept on getting head knock after head knock and basically went, you're, you're not taking the field anymore, buddy. Retire now. Well, they, 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 took, they took the decision out of his hands, but... Uh, in the case of Sean Valentine, look, he was uh, a strong, powerful centre where he started his career. At, yeah. um, I think a lot of people forget at, that. At, at West Penn. Yeah. And because he was so powerful, 
you know, he progressed to the second row, and it, and it was a natural progression for him. But Cowboys at that point in time when he was there, he was um, uh, they were short in the front row. Yeah, so we yeah. we before, had yeah. we had very poor front row depth. So and because he was so strong, they threw him the Guernsey, and and he was in the middle. And he mixed it, and he was and he was good in the middle because uh, he had footwork, he had speed, um, and he was you know, strong enough defensively to uh, to cope in the middle. However. When you're ninety kilos, ninety five, yeah. and you're and you're playing against one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty kilo monsters with un, with unlimited interchange back then with as well. A, yeah, you know you're giving up a lot of weight, and unfortunately for him, you know uh, he, he got one or two head knocks too many um, in a short amount of time. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't know if anybody's experienced head knocks, but once you have a, a, a decent head knock, uh, you become more susceptible to them. Yeah, and it's it's so much easier just to get a little bang and and you, you see stars so much easier and you know I, I can I can't even recall the amount of times I've sat in a dressing room and um, not rem- remembered where I was yeah. and, and remembered uh, and finished the game. Do you do you oh, think well. I know we sort of jumped off subject a little bit, but well, I'm, I'm liking this. And, and as a former player. Okay, and as you're just saying, yeah, you've had you've had your fair share of knocks to the head and stuff like that, and you've sat there and gone, I don't even remember doing that or this and that and everything else. Do you think the HIA is obviously? It's, it seems to me it's going down the right path. Obviously, there's a lot of fine tuning they've got to work out how they're going to really assess it properly. But well, um, the, the, it's like any industry. There's going to be accountability that's going to come on the back of this HIA um, rules that have been put in place, and I, I think. I know a friend of mine who plays in the Super League. They, I think, they're a bit more strict on this at the moment, and they're probably a little mm-hmm. bit more advanced in the head injury assessments. And he sat. His name's Kevy Brown. He played five eight for England, and um, he, he dropper. He dropper. He, he sat in this. Well, he was at Huddersfield. We, we played at Huddersfield <laughs> together. Um, great, great guy. Great guy. Anyways, he's he sat in this meeting. Uh, before the Super League players, and they were talking about the new rules that were happening. And anyways, they started talking, and they basically got to the point where they said, okay, guys, just make you aware as, as we go forward, there's, there's going to be a new protocol. The protocol will be once you've had more than X amount of head knocks, you're, you know, you, we won't be able to register it at that point. It's an insurance thing. They made the players all aware of it. I'm not sure what the number was, but yeah, right. Kevin Brown has played since he was 17. He's played over 400 games in the Super League. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now he's had a career a career span of about 18 years. He's 35 at the moment. Yeah, right. Um, and he's been knocked out at least twice a year for his <laughs> entire career. Jeez. And he started doing the sums, and he went, "Okay, I've had an excess of." 34, 36 head knocks, yeah. 40 head knocks conservatively, not counting the little buzzers that he's had that he's finished a game and hasn't quite remembered what's happened. And um, he went and spoke to the the people at the end of the game. Yeah. uh, At the the end of that meeting and said, look, you've said um, after X amount of head knocks, you're going to be unregisterable. I've had at least double that figure. 
And they said, yeah, we're well aware of your your, ca- <laughs> your, your case. But um, you're putting bums on seats and we need you there. <laughs> at the, because the rule came in while you were still playing, we can't enforce it yeah. on you. You can't. Yeah, they, 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 well, that's, I, I guess that's a good thing. I, I, obviously, they've looked at it. Yep. They've gone, oh, this could be an issue for us. <laughs> so bringing it back to the original conversation about Cameron Smith, I don't think anybody will ever be able to achieve the number of games he's played um, with these new rules. Yeah. Because they, they, will, they will get – it's very unusual for a player to in the NRL to, to, to get through as many games as what he has without experiencing at least 20 or 30. I can't remember Cam Smith even getting a head knock. I'm sure he's been like what you what, what he saying. He's, he's had those, yeah. know, those buzzers and stuff like that, but he's never been really knocked out. Or Well, let's put Cameron Smith aside because he's some type of superhuman. He's got a head of concrete. Oh, I mean, look at him. He, he doesn't get hurt. I don't think he's ever, ever sprayed a finger. You know, like he is he's that tough. You know, he's just been... He's and, he either plays, been and he plays in the middle He's either well. been blessed. He's either just been blessed with fantastic genetics or incredible luck. I don't know what it is. I but just think hookers are crazy, though, and, and you're in that category too, mate. Because I, I don't know how you guys do it. You're, you know, you're like, yep, I could be a halfback if I wanted to be, but I want to go stand with the big boys, <laughs> and I want to tackle the big boys running at me. I, I don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> well, if, if I start rattling off my injuries, uh, we won't have enough time to finish this show. So I'm, I'm certainly not in, a, in, in no way, shape or form in the car, class for Cameron Smith, who's, who he seems invincible. And not, not only that, but, but 40-odd origins and 50-odd tests as well to go with 400 club games. Like, that's a lot of footy. That's a lot of footy. All-stars matches, Auckland Nines. You're kidding, aren't you? <laughs> but uh, it, it'll be interesting. Look, he's going he's gonna to bring up a fantastic achievement. Mm. Um, on uh, on the weekend of four hundred games, I I don't think it'll ever be seen again with, with these yeah, yeah you're with right. these I mean, new head injury rules. I don't think any player will ever now achieve the number of games that 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 he's played. Yeah, see, because did Cronk announce he's retiring at the end of the season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's gone. So he won't even get to four hundred because he's at what three sixty or three eighty yeah. or something like that. So he's not going to even make it. Like you said, even with those head knock rules, like you might even struggle to find players getting to three hundred now. Oh, you struggle to see players make 100 games now. I mean, that's mm. only really in the grand scheme of things. If you're in the right team, that's four years. Well, what, what, what do you think the the average lifespan of an NRL player is? I reckon 50 at the most. Oh, as it's it's in, probably in, half of that. Yeah, it's probably for for every player that's gone on to play 300 games. Yeah. There's been countless players who have, the average is probably only closer to 20. Yep. Yeah. So that that puts it into context, uh, you know how uh, tough it actually is. Like it, it, it is such a tough, tough competition, and um, so much stress is placed on the body of the NRL players. Mm. But these guys that go on, you know, your, your Lockies, uh, your Smiths, your Cronks, who who are lucky enough to play three hundred games, um, even the likes of Michael Luck, who's played in excess of two hundred games yep. in the middle. Yeah, mm. you know they, these guys are, are freakish. Yeah, and, I, and look, and you look at Lucky, and he probably could have still, he probably possibly could have kept on playing if he really wanted to. I mean, he could have probably gone to the UK, but I think he was just, the body's just like no more. <laughs> <laughs> the wife may have said no more too. I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tank its toll on anything. I get busted playing one game of golf field ashes on a genuine. I just get I, I just get a little bit worried with it all because what that's two times this season already for Morgan. And he had a few in that yeah. seventeen run as well. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I do. I mean, I know when you put your body on the line, and he's not a little boy. He's quite a, a large half compared to the, the the general, I guess, thought pattern these days of halves. He's, mm. you know, and he, and he can bench he press one seventy like he's <laughs> killing it. I can't even bench press myself off the ground. When I'm trying to do push ups, <laughs> and he's doing that. Jesus. Yeah, but he's an athlete, mate. Yeah, it's true. Very good. That's why. That's why I don't. Un- that's why I don't understand with these halves. And I don't know we're digressing a bit, but. It's enforced in under eights with headgear. I don't understand why. Well, apparently headgear to. does nothing for concussions. Nah. Yeah? That's the latest or the thing I read during the week. Well, after all this talk of the HIAs and how they're cracking down on those, well, the headgear does next to nothing. Look, look at the NFL. Well, I mean, the I NFL, know. That's where I was going with I, this. I mean, it, it, I'd rather be wearing headgear than nothing at all. Well. I'd rather have some padding instead of just cracking head on head. Yeah, well, that, and look, that's really, I, I, I believe that's, you, you wore headgear a little bit when you split yourself. I remember you, you were put on, no? No, nah, I've, no, I thought you wore head. This head doesn't look good, Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I thought I've got Ray Martin hair, and I can't, I can't pull, <laughs> I cannot pull a uh, headgear down over the top of that. <laughs> it just, it just, the hair just stays in the same place, and the headgear maybe, just. Maybe sits I on just top. thought it was just. Maybe I thought you had headgear on. It was just your haircut. I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> Hey, I was in a mascot suit nine times out of ten when I seen you run around on a footy field. So eyesight's not that good in those suits. <laughs> the thing, the thing with that um, concussion, it, it's it's the whiplash effect. Yeah, it is is what causes um, is what causes your brain to hit the side, you know, the sides of your skull. Yeah, and and it just it's such that whiplash where you know it can happen so quickly, and and you, and you saw with and you saw with. Uh, Morgo's incident on the week, uh, the the weekend pass is, yep. you know, he took he takes that ball deep into the um, uh, defensive line, yeah, and he puts himself in a position where, you know, they, those second rowers want to aim up at him in the, uh, in in that and defensive line, and you don't have to ask Tarek twice. Like, no, he, <laughs> he, he he is a loose cannon at the best of times, and if he sees the opportunity to really hit someone hard, he's going to go for it. You know, you can't. You can't well, shoot him for that. In a way, that's his job. Yeah, and it's so. and it's fair game. I mean, who's to say Morgo doesn't do a dummy and go straight through? You can't just not take someone. I, I had no dramas with the hitters such that in the timing. I, I Letter of the law, I still reckon that his left shoulder makes contact with the head as it, as yeah, it but twists. By so. the letter of the law, though, you can't touch the head at all. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to take some of these, some of these it, rules now yeah. are, are starting to take uh, the viewing pleasure out of rugby league. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a blue-collar game, you know, and they want to try and turn it into a fancy-pants private school yeah, business. Yeah, but when you start penalising people for, for solid contact, that mm. it, it is not deliberately intended to be um, malicious. Yep. It's a hard game. <laughs> I used to, you know, you know I, I used to try and throw my weight around as much as I could with every intention of trying to inflict as much pain on somebody as I could. <laughs> now, I, I didn't have that much weight to throw around. <laughs> but, you know, like that that's your mindset. You, it's an aggressive game. Like you, mm. But it's no different to any sport, you know. When you're like, I like playing cricket. Your mindset is, right, I've got to 
take this bowler over the rope and hit him for six every ball. Doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm. But that's still the mindset. Same with a contact sport. You're out there to hit or get hit. You know, look, just I know know they're trying to really clamp down and protect player player safety, but it just seems some things that are just going a little bit too far. Yeah. Yeah. But in saying that also, with these players who are now so physically strong, so fit, um, yeah, there's not many prompts running around like they used to, are there? No, you know, like it, it is is all too easy to get injured, and mm. it's all too easy to end up in a wrong position, um, and you know, and and in some cases, maybe hit the ground hard with your head, or you know, put in a position where your neck's bent um, in a certain way, yeah. and 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 they're clamping down and trying to call. All these different things, you know, the crusher tackles. But sometimes you end up in that position. Yeah, that, I, oh, I, you can I, see I, that when yeah. tackles being made. There's, you, you just fall in that position. And, it's no one's fault. And, and and you probably blame Melbourne for for uh, pushing the boundaries of the rules as far as they have for so yeah. long. Oh, we do. They're probably yeah. they're probably they're probably the first side actually brought in that jiu-jitsu mm. style of mentality yeah. where we're going to apply well, some of these on, skills. I, I think yeah. Alfie Langer was a bit of a component of that for a long there, wasn't? Or was that just a blatant trip? I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I'm rack, <laughs> I reckon. T- but you're right with with the storm when a rule gets outlawed, they'll push it on something else on the next season, and they'll always introduce. But that that dirty. That, sort that's of not. That's not. Un- and that's then every other club catches up on. That's not an uncommon thing, though. That that happens in all sports. Like uh, you push the rules. You, I I'm Regardless. not. I, I've played a lot of sports in, in my years. You know, and I've played some Shows. sports. <laughs> <laughs> you might look at my medical bills. You know about it. But um, my physio loves me. But uh, like I, I've played a, f- a fair chunk of sports. I'm one of those kind of people who go. I'll try every sport. Some sports I have excelled at to a certain degree, and the only reason I've done well in certain sports is because I'm one of these people that will read the rule book from front to back. And then I'll go through each rule and go, right, how can I push the boundaries on that rule? So like, take touch, for instance. You're not offside. It used to be, it's changed now, but it used to be if you weren't called off, you weren't off. I used to play on the wing, so I would never get back onside and take heaps of intercepts and the referees were never quick enough or realise that I was off and bang. That's bending the rules to your advantage. So it's no different. I mean, everyone does it. Every sport does it. I mean, tennis, you know, verbal chat, Mm. talking to the umpires, all that kind of stuff. It's all bending the rules to your own advantage. I mean, it's always going to happen. Just sadly, some... Some of them can become a physical thing more so than a mental thing. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things. And and the rules have been bent in in rugby league for as long as the games <laughs> existed. Yeah. And now I'll I'll put things in context in a, in a different way. Now halves have been getting smashed if they decide to run all the way to the defensive line. Yep. Forever. Yep. However, there used to only be one camera <laughs> viewing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> recording. Um, Games of football. Well, that's right, because not all there was only what one or two TV games a week, and the rest were all just some guy up on the top of the grandstand for 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 judicial purposes. Now, as technology's evolved, all of a sudden we've got all these different cameras viewing all different angles and things that were missed, or people would not even pick up, are now scrutinised. Yeah, in slow motion, in slow motion, and ultra slow motion. So all of a sudden you've got the situation where. A tackle that would never, ever have been picked up. That would have been applauded. I'm waiting for Hotspot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I am. I'm waiting for Hotspot. Snicko. 
Oh, well, not so much Snicker. But I mean, to go back and no, but, 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 but it's not that bad a thought, though. I mean, you think about it. These contentious calls of whether they've hit high or hit low or whatever, they've got to be able to tell where the first point of contact is. There should be a hot spot like on the shoulder and stuff like that. You can use the, the coach's challenge then or I, the captain's challenge. I think it's a great thing. I, know, I, look, I, I think I'm onto something. I think we should just let the game go as what it is. <laughs> Otherwise, we don't we, need we, more you technology. Know, a, a, a game of NFL can be entertaining for a lot of people, but, geez, it goes for six hours. <laughs> and I, I don't think you need that in, a, in NF, rugby league. NFL's entertaining for the beer companies. Yeah. <laughs> and I it, tell you, I've, I've had this view with the, the way... Technologies rapidly come into the game. I think it's affected certain teams um, negatively. Hundred percent yeah. over the last few years, and one of those is the Cowboys. Yeah. And Cowboys have—I uh, don't know if anybody else has picked up on this or share the view, but um, you know, in the, in that run up to where they, they, were, they, they were making, they made the grand final. They won the grand final. Yep. The game was not as there wasn't as many stoppages in the game as what it is yep. today. Yeah. And one of the things they were really great at to get themselves to the uh, to the grand final and um, and win it and and make it again a few years later was they built pressure. They're one of the best teams for building pressure, and you know they 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 take Tamalolo off, they take Matty Scott off, and give them that little rest after half time, and then bring them back on for the last twenty five minutes, and then all that pressure they've built up in the first half would wear sides down, and then they had these big monsters coming at them. Yep. For the last 25. Well, all of a sudden, nobody's fatigued. No, no, it doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore. Because you get a five-minute break every... Or you get a 30-second break every every five minutes. Everyone's yeah. fresh. These guys are so well-trained that they... You know, they need three minutes. And they're, and they're, they're totally recharged. Yeah. They are totally rejuvenated and ready to go. And I get so frustrated. I, I, I don't, you know, seeing Big Tamalolo coming off, Big Jace coming off... For this this spell now that I don't think he even needs. Yeah. <laughs> and, You're right. You know, and I, I think he's still only what early twenties, mid twenties. He's got a big motor. Oh, he, he's got a huge motor. But for the amount of rest, um, you know, and and I think Cowboys have played that conservative, maintain that conservative style of football where they built pressure and they don't look to offload. You know, yeah. For a certain period, of See, I don't think that I I, I I I definitely agree with where you're going with that. I think the biggest thing for us is like, and I, and this might come across as me being us being all of us probably being a bit one-eyed about it all. But Cowboys have never been a dirty team as such. You know, you get some teams that just mm. really just niggle and pull the penalties and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Where the Cowboys have always, to me, have come across as being that team that'll just just play the game. And and we haven't had that enforcer style, you know. Probably Luke O'Donnell may have been the last one that we really had that yeah. just really pushed the Tim, boundaries. Tim Madison, <laughs> <laughs> oh, even J Mac, you know, you know, Jamie McDonald was was was. But even then, he, I think he was just one of those guys that just happened to just do a stupid thing at the wrong time and just sort of made him look like a big a bit of a thug. You know, I mean, biggest pussy cat in the world. I wouldn't say it to his face, but mm. <laughs> you know, but you know, now we've you know we've got Maguire now, and you're starting to see that little bit of a change and that little bit of mongrel coming back into the side. Yeah. And maybe the been missing since Ashton Sims, really. Yeah, look, I, I, I mean, I was a big fan of Ashton. Like, I, I really liked liked him. I mean, he was gentle giant off the field, but on the field, you wouldn't want to sneeze at him the wrong way or anything like that. He'd take you out off, rip your head off. Oh, look, no doubt, or <laughs> no, no doubt, we've probably missing. Um, 
couple of hardened players and you know, we, we struggled with some injuries to, yeah. to key forwards at different times as well. So, you know, that, that's football. you you got to blood. You know, yeah. sometimes injuries yeah. create opportunities for other players. Yep. Um, and, you know, um, I think the Cowboys haven't been too too far off in any of the games they've played, you know, and, and that's because it's the style of football they play. They do try and get – do try and complete and they do try and – you know, build pressure, but I just think at 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 the moment the way this game's gone, yep. you need to do more than that. Um, you you need to to create um attacking opportunities uh around the ruck when they present themselves. I don't think we saw Granville running the football too much early part of the season, and no, definitely, no, definitely not. He's doing it more now. You know, and he's doing he's doing it more now, but I I think we 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 got guilty of setting up for. You know, trying trying to get to certain positions on the field, and when we get to this certain part of the field, we're going to run this shape. Yep. Uh, and we were so good at that. You know, we would get down um, that grand final run. Yep. You know, you get down into the twenty meter line, um, the twenty meter zone, and Cowboys is one of the best at yeah yeah finishing yeah at the, in that part of the field and. Yeah. Part in case because you've got one of the, the best decision makers <laughs> to ever play the game. Pretty um, held, pretty handy <laughs> in, the, in, in the halves throwing the last ball. But all of a sudden, even last year when JT was still playing, defenses aren't fatigued. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you're getting down and just throwing some nice shape at um, opposition um, teams, but it's not really challenging them because everybody is so adept now at defending. Shape because everybody does the same things. Yeah, everybody runs the same type of shape, but it's the, uh, you know, I guess having a really good half who's a really good decision maker knows when to throw it, knows when to go short, knows when to go long, knows when to kick. Yeah. That that is the the difference between all all, all the all the different teams' um, attacking ability. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think that I think now we need you know this the game the way it's evolved. You, You've got to play every play for the play, and the, one of the best sides at it um, is, is probably South, where you've got someone like a yep. Damien Cook who comes oh. who comes out, and no matter what play is called, everybody pushes up and runs the looks to run a hole off him. Yeah, he's. Just, I, I think if I if I had to put a dollar into the into the kitty every time I turn around and said how fast how fast Cook is. <laughs> We could go back through the, the archives. Go through, go through and, the uh, archives. I reckon I'll be up and then, and then I'd say, well, he is a national world speed sprint champion for <laughs> yeah. a reason. And yeah. he, he, I think I'd be both poor as well. He he would have to be like, you know, just you've you got to be, you're right, you're right there. And when, when Reynolds on song and when, you know, Sutton's on song and all those kind of guys running off him with those options, they are. That's why they won, you know, in 16, you know, just, you know, because they just rolled hard. No, I think they've they've at different stages. They've probably looked one of the more dangerous sides in the competition, and I, I compare Cowboys to them this year. Yep. And look, if Granville gets out of dummy half, we're about ten yards. Our, our runners are ten yards off the pace, mm. so he's get, mm. he's he's getting out. He'll see, he'll get a quick play of the ball. Or he'll see someone laying on the ground. Perfect opportunity to run. Alarm bells ringing. You know, you you compare the two sides, Damien, Damien Cook, in the same situation, he would take off. But the difference being, he's got players that are running through as well that are, are pushing up with him and hitting holes on on both sides of the ruck. So he, Damien Cook, would come out one side, not like what he sees, go the other, 
you know, all of a sudden he's showing the football. There's options for him to run. I don't think we see that same options for Granville. I think if he comes out of dummy half at the moment, people are is that do you think still preparing for the play that's coming one or two and being, plays down the track. Being an old rake, you know, does that come back to the fact that he wasn't running much at the start of the season, so the guys are sort of dropped off a bit, thinking, oh, he won't go, he's not going to run? Or Definitely a confidence thing. Yeah. Um, definitely, I think, you know, obviously, with, with the amount of changes that have been on the side, it's a confidence thing for, uh, for, for Jakey to, to run the football. You know, they, they've um, not probably performed as well as they would like this year, and it, they're getting a lot of... Mm-hmm. Voices from coaching staff who who want things done a certain way, and you start to get reluctant sometimes and get nervous to run. But um, he's 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 definitely started to run, and we've looked better for it. Yep. But I think the rest of the side needs to get on board that. And when he when he goes, they they that not just wait for him to run, but they need to recognise that the play of the ball is being quick, and that there's an opportunity there, and. Not just South, but Roosters, yeah, Melbourne. All the top sides are really good at that. They they recognise that 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 quick play of the ball. They're the little opportunities now in the, in in the NRL that you score from. Not the big plays, yeah. Um, but definitely, um, definitely the the rule changes have made it had a huge impact on the NRL this um and and the Cowboys over the last few years. Well, then when we're uh, coming up against the Roosters. This Sunday, 2pm, Central Coast. Is it a Sunday game? It is. Right. Right. Unusual? We do play well. Yeah. I, I know I said it last time as well, but we do play quite well at Central. We've uh, we've had a few few wins there. We've had some draw. We've had a draw against the Rabbitohs there yeah. in Golden Point. We still drew. <laughs> Can happen. Yeah. No, Coops, Coops will play his 300th game. Yes. yes. Plenty yes. of incentive. And... Looking at the ladder today, Sharks are sitting eighth on 16 and we're there on 14. So I've said it all along, you know, we're not that far off. People are writing us off and, oh, we don't have the polish or the resolve. I mean, you can't live in the past, but you, only play you crunch week. on. You, you only play the game in front of you. And if yeah. you win it, then there's two points. If you, you crunch on a couple of those ones with that manly refereeing decision, the Tigers one. I mean, all of a sudden you're sitting fifth, so... I reckon we're flying under the radar quite well at the moment. A side that can string three, two or three games mm. puts themselves right in the picture. Yep. And, and that's yep. where the Cowboys are. They, they, they've just just got to find a little bit of confidence and just string... A little three or four game just, winning just streak. A little and, two, you know, three yeah. or four would put them right in, yep. right in the mix. I don't know if this year they've got the cattle to win. But well, you never you never know until you're in the eight, do you? So but once you once you're there, and that, and it's been proven, once you're there, yep. you know. They, I think they they get some players on on the on the field, and some of these young guys are going to benefit from being pushed into this. Well, that's it. Injuries have team you know, given given them experience as well. So welcome back a few big boppers with Matty Scott and a few others, and all these other guys have also been getting first grade experience and like I said, a few three or four winning streak. It's nothing's impossible. Definitely. Definitely. Well, we haven't seen the team cause it is Monday night. We won't see that until tomorrow night. And Everyone's probably going to listen to this on Wednesday morning before origin. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you the would, millions you, you millions would have, have, fans. You'd have to think though, that the team will be pretty similar to what they had against the dragons. I would imagine. Is Maddie so. back? I don't know. I haven't heard. I, um, when I was, 
when I was talking to a couple of the boys, I was talking to Benny Hampton at the show on on um, Saturday, and and um, Johnny Asiata as well came around to where we were working, and um, they were still unsure as well because I did ask them. I said, "Oh, how's Thumper going?" and that kind of stuff, and they were a bit. Yeah, you know, Benny's looking. He looks like he may be back. Like you know, I said to you a couple of weeks ago that he reckons he might be might be back. You know, second last round or something like that. He possibly could be back with five games to go. The way he's going with his recovery on the on the bicep. So you, you, you don't know. I mean, I, I get a little bit nervous these days. I mean, you know, back in the day, obviously you get injured, certain injury, you're out for the season. You're out for the season. There was none of this yeah. early comeback kind of stuff. Whereas now, it's like guys are going, "Oh yeah, he's probably going to be out for the season." Next thing you know, they're back with five games to go, and like, it's like they're coming back too quick. Is that why we're having so many more injuries in the whole the whole comp? You, know, you see players go down, and then they come back, and then they're gone again. You know, because they've they've redone the injury. Or it makes me nervous. But yeah, look, I, I would never rush anyone back if unless, unless there's a need. There's no need. I don't think so. I don't like think the, there's like a need. I think we've got. I think we've got. I think this is probably the de- the deepest forward pack we've had. In a long time, in a long time, I, I personally believe. I mean, we're all big fans of a few of these guys that just can't quite crack that first grade squad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. Peter like, Holler, you love Peter Holler. You're, you're biting at the bit to see him get. I want to see love Peter Holler play. Yeah, the <laughs> Prince of Tonga, get him out there. <laughs> I just want to see him just rip and tear. Yep. And I would have, I would have loved to see him uh, get get an opportunity sooner, um, but. Given, given, given the, the inexperience that's in that side at the moment, I, I, can, I can understand he wanted him to hold it back, but yeah. um, he, he must have been so tempted. Oh, have to be. Well, he's been 18th man a couple of times, so you just, oh, bugger it, let's do it. You know, it's like, it, it, it not, and nothing against like players like Corey Jensen, that kind of stuff, where he's almost seen as a senior player now. and He's, he's only played he's like only 20 played. odd games, yeah. yeah. This is the thing with the Peter Holler. He's. By all accounts, he's a a, a junior, J- Jason Tomalala. He's yeah. a mini. J- uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's not even mini Jason Tomalala. He's he's, he's just, a big lad. <laughs> he's just a he's just a junior version of um, just the younger version of, of Jace. <laughs> and um, one thing I'm I'm sure he'll bring to this side if he gets an opportunity is some tackle breaks and and an offload. Yeah, and. There are two things that this this side's crying out for. We saw Matty Scott, you know, uh, in the run up to Origin selection, answer some critics and, yeah. mm. and, and, and and play some football that we know he's capable Scored of. Scored a meat pie that was then disallowed. <laughs> yeah, oh. you know, but he also, you know, he has shown some leg speed, you know, that, that issues that we he's he's getting on. Yeah. yeah, he's still a great player. There's no doubt about that. But Matty Scott, but a, a player like this, Peter Holler, you just love to get him in there because you know he's fast. You know he's he's he's, he's got that uh, that power, that explosive speed. And he's almost the kind of player though that you would want to make sure. I mean, I know he's been having a fair bit of. He's with pride, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I know he's been playing most weekends up here, which is at least he's still getting footy. He's not. At least he's not getting taken away as 18th man and then just sitting there not playing, twiddling his thumbs and not mm. getting to run anywhere. And I think because that would be detrimental to a player like that, I reckon. Sometimes young players like him will play better in NRL than what they do in State League. Yep. Because they're around better players. Yep. yep. And and they just focus in on their, their role and, and they they improve rapidly yep. by giving them an opportunity. Well, look at Tom Malolo when he first came in, in, into the NRL. You know, he was one of those players that, you know, oh, there's raps, there's raps and... Hasn't really lived up to the expectation in the State Cup, but you know we, we, they gave him a run, and he just went from 
bang, 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 bang. Thank you now very much, yeah. Now look at him, you know, there's whispers that he's probably going to get the Dally M again this year, you know. I mean, it, it, Imagine having someone like Francis Molo on the interchange bench, and he brings so much aggression. It took and, him and a little while to get warm, but he's going great. Yeah, he, he goes good. Molo. Imagine, oh, imagine yeah. having Molo and Holler both coming on together. He's, like that'd just be insane. He's been one of the he's been one of the success stories for the for the Cowboys this year. He's just you know he's taken it upon himself. Yep. To to try and emulate what Jason Tumalolo does on the field. And you know he's brought a, an offload to to his game, and he and he's got some tackle breaks in him, and he's and he and he work, and he seems to work quite hard in defence as well. Yep. Um, which, which is something that you got to do at that level. You can't just you can't be a one one song yeah. man. You, you gotta, can't you aim up in attack. I just don't know why he's only paying twenty minutes. Like he's a, he's surely good for forty. Yeah. Look, uh, you got to reward form at some point. Mm. And and make some hard decisions, and I'm, I think big, I think um, big Cohen's, you know, he, he he hasn't probably this year um, played to the level he would have, yep, would have expected from himself. And looking at someone like him, you know, having having guys playing really good football puts pressure on him to play better. Yeah, yep. And you need that in a club. You need yeah. people to be pressuring from yeah, from, sure. from the bottom up. Um, but one of the things, one of the things I think big 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 Hess is, is missed out on uh, has struggled with a little bit is his attack. You know, he, aims, he wants to aim up in attack, but you got to work just as hard off the football. Yeah, and, and he's probably he's he's probably I'm, I'm no doubt that's something that um, Coach Paul Green has discussed with him. And when he comes back into the side, eventually, how how long is he out with injury? I I thought he was around eighteen, but I could be wrong. I, I'm not hundred percent sure. Seventeen, eighteen. The boys know like my feelings on hair side. So we've, we've said a few times, probably in the last couple of weeks, that he could probably do with a couple of weeks in Q Cup just to just to get that hunger. Hunger. Back. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. And, and look, and, 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 and Hesse was like that when he was a when he was a brothers. So when, when he was working over next door at brothers and he was playing A grade for brothers and that before he and he was playing twenties and, and stuff like that. I think he's the kind of player, and I'm, I'm not having a shot at the. Well, it's going to sound like I'm having a shot at the guy. I mean, the guy can play. He plays yeah. rings around me, but I think he got he's caught up. In, he got caught up in the hype. He got caught up in the hype, and, and, and look, everyone bagged Greeny very early on when there was all this talk about Hess playing Origin, this, that, and everything else, and Greeny's gone, he's not ready. And everyone's going, ah, oh, he's he's the be- he's going to be great, he's going to be great, he's going to be great. Plays Origin, and he has never played at that level since. Yeah. Like, he hasn't played that, that level of skill play since. There was a very interesting, um, there was a very interesting halftime chat. I don't know if you saw it. I think, I'm not sure if it was, was the Manly game. Was that the week when he done his calf? Yeah, yeah. Uh, was that Tigers? No, I can't. remember. That was Tigers. It yeah, must have been Tigers. Yeah, Tigers. Yeah. And you could just see that Paul Green had just ripped re- rewound the clock back to <laughs> <laughs> the 1980s, nineteen eighties, and he's just given one of the epic halftime sprays to Big <laughs> Cohen. And you know, sometimes uh, footballers need that. Yeah. Some sometimes. Uh, and my apologies to all pet lovers and RSPCA in advance, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you, you give a dog a kick. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, it is. And and I, I think I think people have got. 
And footballers are like that. Sometimes you need a kick. You know, sometimes you just need you you just need to, to you know you just get above yourself. Yep. You get a little bit too far ahead of yourself, and you just get brought down a peg. And I, and I think, I think Paul Green is you know he's he's stuck solid, and he's been he was patient. He's yep. very patient, and you know. Um, he does seem to be a very patient coach when it comes. Although, I mean, we've called for it a few times. Why is this person still playing? You know, this person probably mm. needs to be dropped for a couple of weeks just oh. to wake him up a little bit. Look, look what happened to Ju- you know Juzzy. You know, Justin yeah, O'Neill yeah. gets dropped back to to Q Cup, has a blinder in Q Cup, comes back and was playing probably some of the best don't, footy we've probably, seen. Probably would have played Origin don't, this don't, year if he didn't get that spleen injury. I reckon. Yeah, well, he, he would have been in the mix. And, yeah, but don't get Paul Green's um, <clears throat> loyalty with his player. Yep. With um, with being patient, he's yep. he's not patient. He he does not. He's not backwards and coming forwards. If you're not doing the right thing, he's a very intense character. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> and I haven't been coached by him. But um, did you play alongside him? No, no. He's a little. Yeah. He's a little. He's a little bit before my time. But you know, he's very much of the mold of. Uh, I, I think Graham Murray was. Yep. Paul Green's one of his um, you know, mentors in coaching and. Yep. And and. and Graham Murray, he was classic of if you're doing the right thing, you know. Yep. He gives you a little pat on the back and you know, have a little joke with you. And Muzz is always ma- he's one of my favourite. He, he'd make you he'd make you feel important, a part of the team. And but um, but when the pressure's on and you're not doing the side was not performing or you weren't performing, he was not backwards and coming forward. Yeah. And you know he'd challenge you. See, I don't see that as a bad thing. I, I, I like Not that. At all. I, I'm that kind of person that needs to be challenged when I think I'm going okay. Yeah, if you think <laughs> but you're, you're but not <laughs> in any job, you think you're doing an all right gig, and then you say, "Well, hang on, how am I travelling?" And you go, "Well, you're here. You actually should be here." And unless someone speaks up and tells you, you yeah, you, you just keep you going, may, and you may just yeah. get a little bit worse each time. Yeah, definitely. Surely it's the same thing. Oh well, I don't know, but it's got to be the same thing on the footy field. Surely. No, so no one's telling you you're doing the wrong thing. You just keep going the way you're going, and if they keep selecting you, you're okay. Maybe, but <laughs> I think I think you know I think it's been a hard year for the Cowboys all around, and you know he's had to try and he's had to try and lean on some of his more experienced players, and some have stood up to that yep. pressure this year, uh, and, and and some haven't in in probably played as as well as they could have. Yeah. Not that they haven't played well, but not to their standard. I think you know. I think Cohen is in, is in that category, and it's not that he's he he won't he'll he'll represent Queensland yep. another dozen times. I've no, no doubt about it. But um, these these players that have come out underneath him, you know, have probably had not got to play as much football as they otherwise would have. Yeah, um, and they're probably a little bit hungry for it as well at the moment because they want it. He just seemed to think, well, I've got it, yeah. instead of thinking I want it. Yeah. And 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 Milo and Milo is probably you know he's taken this extra time he's getting on the football with both hands and, and you can and you can see you know it's it's good when young players get given an opportunity because they bring enthusiasm they bring hunger and that'll be a good thing for the Cowboys towards this back end of the season. Well, you're saying you're talking about Queensland. I think we we need to talk about the state of origin. That's exactly up. where I was going to move next. <laughs> I think I've we got need the to talk team about list right in front of me. Oh, and uh, I think we all know who's playing and what the team list is looking like. We'll just quickly run through the Queensland team: Cameron Munster in fullback, Corey Oates number two, Michael Morgan number three, Will Chambers and Dane Gay Guy other side four and five. Corey Norman in the six, 
I'm excited by that. Yeah. I, I am actually a little bit excited about Corey Norman getting I, a run. I, mean, I don't I'd, think he'll play there. You don't think so? No. no. All right. Well, David Cherry Evans in the seven, who has been killing it there. Uh, Joe Offahengawi in the eight. Ben Hunt, Josh Papali, Elise Kafusi, Matt Gillett, and Josh Maguire rounding out the 13. Off the bench, Moses Embai, Christian Welch, Tim Glasby, and David Fafita with Ethan Lowe as number 18. I'm excited for Lowey. I hope he... Lowey was one of those kind of boys when he was here at the Cowboys. I, I, I got on really, really well with Ethan, and I, I, would, I just... I'm, Dying to see him get get a crack at a jersey. Just, I think I think it was a good move for him to move to Souths. Um, much as I would have loved to have seen him, he's playing well at the moment. Yeah, as much as like I said, as much as I would have loved to have seen him play out his career at the Cowboys, um, I think the moves probably done him good to get underneath, you know, Bennett and, and do what he needs to do. And he must be doing something all right if he's consistently starting on that bench. Hunger to prove himself. Yeah. He's gone to another club. It's just a different environment. He's had he's had to. He's had to earn the respect of his teammates. Yep, and you know he's gone there and he's he's played with aggression and he's played um, with a lot more intensity than probably what we saw him in in, in his last year at the Cowboys. Yep, um, for whatever reason, um, and it's great to see him in the Queensland jersey, even if it is 18th man. Yep, um, and and I think he'll I think. He'll be a great attribute for Queensland if he gets an opportunity. I think the biggest thing for Ethan was for him to get away from Towns was the fact that he's not frequenting the Mag Cow too much. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he would have a problem with me in saying that either. <laughs> well, he, he certainly becomes somewhat of a socialite, didn't he? Oh well, it doesn't help when you start dating the promo the promo manager there, and then now they're engaged and yeah, good on him. Oh, Kate, Kate's. I think Kate keeps him in line <laughs> just quietly. <laughs> You said Corey Norman in the six. You're a bit uh, didn't think. He'd yeah, start I him. don't think you will. I think you'll find that Embi will start at centre, Norman to the bench, and you'll see Morgan calling the shots in the six jersey. Big call. Can, yeah. It's a big call. Big I can call. see it happening. Though. I I reckon that's yeah. I reckon mm. I'd, I'd much prefer to see Morgan out there in six. I mean, by all means, they baptism of fire. Fire get get it out the way early for Norman, but I don't know. I reckon. He's probably more of an X factor coming off the bench. I mean, Amboy, look to to play to play professional sports. You need a bit of nous about yet. Yeah, it's no secret. He's played twenty three minutes in two Origin games. I don't think he's the utility that Queensland need. Whereas oh, no, Norman Norman can play lock. He can play I said halves. Last. He can play backs. He can he he fills a lot yeah. of positions that, and he's a bigger sort of player with a bit more of X factor about him. I reckon yeah. he'll be better suited to the utility and let um, Morgo play out there in his natural half run. But do you put, do you put M by? Um, I, I get what you're saying with the X factor and that kind of stuff and coming off the bench. But do you waste that talent on the bench when I think he's grossly more talented than M by? No, well, that's that's the thing. That's the thing. I think you'll find that Norman, when Morgan was playing utility, he'd come on around the 25th minute mark, go off around the 65th. I think you'll find that same thing with Norman. That he'll he'll play more minutes, but come on just when the the forwards are sort of getting tired. Because uh, Origin is sort of free flowing, it's not that stop start. So I think you'll find a bit more speed around the ruck and a bit more, yeah, bit more intrigue. No, I, I'm not too sure on that one. I think um, I heard Scott Scott Prince in, in the radio um, forecast, and he his view was that Queensland won't make 
uh, it'll be easier to just make one move in the back line than to make two or three. Yep. And when you once you've got to shuffle two or three players, there, there there's a lot of coaching there you got to do. Yep. W- within a week, um, bringing bringing leaving Munster at at five eight, and just making a str- straight swap with um, Norman to fullback was is what Scott Prince was um, was looking at. Yep. And he thought it would be the more likely um, change. And I tend to agree with him. I, I think... Yeah, you, I, it does make sense. I mean, yeah. I can see where you're going with that. That's for sure. And I can see where Prince is going with that. Yeah. He'd know. I mean... Yeah, New South Wales squad, I think it's... Well, other than Mitch Pearce in the seven. Look, yeah. I, I... And I said it at the start. Oh, I, Tarek, I said it, Tarek's been named. He's ruled out. So Clemmer comes in for Tarek. Yeah, that's right. See, I, I said it before State of Origin 1 that... Mitchell Pearce needed to be the halfback that needed to be there. He was the form half for New South Wales. Everyone was going on about, oh, yeah, it's good for Queensland if he does that because he's lost so many times. But when we, we've touched on it, and I'm sure you know exactly where I'm going with this one, Georgie, when he was halfback for New South Wales, he was playing probably against the greatest spine ever to be seen in State of Origin. No doubt. No you know, doubt. I mean, it, it wouldn't have mattered who you were. You could have gone and made a... Um, uh, a duplicate of Jonathan Thurston and put him in a Blues jersey and would probably would have struggled with that spine that Queensland had with Smith, Thurston, Cronk. Well, no different to Kenny versus Lewis all those years. Lewis exactly. always had Kenny's number. We we still don't know how good Kenny actually was, really. But same thing with Mitchell against that Queensland pack. Well, that's it. I I, I think it's probably... I, I, I know we joked about whether Mitchell was actually really injured or not before each of the first two State of Origins or not, but... Um, I, uh, as much as I don't like to say it, I'm looking forward to seeing Pierce get out there and you know, for his personal sake, because he's actually quite a nice guy. From, from when I've got to meet him and chat to him, you know, when he's been up here playing, and that he, I think he needs to do it just to shut the knockers up, prove the doubt is wrong, but yeah. don't win the game yeah. for him, for himself. I'm sure he, it would this would mean so much to him oh, yeah. to 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 win a, a series in New South Wales jersey. Mm. You know, he's been through so much. He's been he's faced so much criticism. Um, and to be uh, to be honest, I, I personally don't care because I've enjoyed every one of Queensland's yeah <laughs> <laughs> victories, and, and and that's the way it should be. I'd, I I hope, I hope yeah I don't like seeing New South Wales win regardless, oh, you know. I, and I hope to see them lose on Wednesday night. <laughs> but the, the, their side is is a really well balanced team. Yeah, but here's one for you: New South Wales came out and gave us a touch up in Perth, and they're all this and that, and they're the, they're the superstars. Pierce is now back. Queensland catch fire and they get out to a 24-0 halftime lead, hypothetically. Queensland go on to win the game 38-14 or whatever. Does the media and all the critics blame Pierce for that? Or is it the forwards not muscling up? Like it, I, I still think that if Queensland come out and put a cricket score on them, everyone will blame it on Pierce, And that's just not fair in, in that yeah. instinct. But he'll be the scapegoat again. You can't get caught up in the media. That, like, honestly, like, I, you, you've played on, I mean, you know, how much do, do the players listen to the media? Do you... I think post mortem, post mortem is when you might hear a bit bit of noise. I think um, in lead up to a big game like this, I'd imagine they'd be blocking. Yeah, they'd be trying. They're trying to detach themselves a bit by the media. But there's no doubt he'll be under criticism if they lose. Oh, yeah. But I feel for him in in the respect that New South Wales played one of the best games of football. You're probably going to see a team play at Origin. It was yeah. clinical. They were clinical. They the Queensland had thirty percent possession in the first half at one point, 
with with I think five minutes remaining in the first half. Second half, they had they they got penalised six times in a row. Yep. Now you talk about momentum in rugby league. This is a side that had all the football. Yep. New South Wales. They had all the football, and they had all the momentum, and. Queensland got heavily fatigued as a result of that. Yeah, and started making silly choices and, and penalties and stuff like that, yeah. The game got away from them in the end. Now, if they get their fair share of possession and that this game gets into an arm wrestle, they're every chance, Queensland. Yep. Now, New South Wales made some great changes in game two and they got, I think, um, Fittler got criticised for them. But I, I, I love the balance he had in that side. He had... Um, had Croker there in the centres, who could easily cover just about any position in the back line should there yep. have been an injury. And what he did is he bolstered, he bolstered his 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 bench with forwards. Yep. In the first game, he had two small players. He had Murray and um and and Croker. Yep. Um, on the bench. No, White. Oh, White, 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 yeah. I mean to say, sorry. Yeah. Um, and 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 two other four and two two big men. They they were a big man short, mm. one or two big men short in that in that first origin. And I, Queensland just—I don't understand how in origin how you can't go with three big guys and one utility. I don't understand it in this day and age and the way the sports played this in, with, with with that. And they're so fit and so fast, like we were talking about earlier on, how they can not go with three bigs. Well, I thought that was the difference in game one. I thought the fact that Queensland had uh, a bigger bench, we missed off Hengaway oh. enormously. Game two, yeah, uh, we just. We just got a little bit out muscled. We lost. We didn't have our fair share of the football, and and they and they and they, and they, they got the momentum. Game this game game three the decider. If we we've got a, I think we've made some good choices. Um, we've, we've got a couple of players back from injury. Uh, given our fair share of the football, I think it's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I am really looking forward to it. You're right there, Pistol, mate. No, no, I've got a bit of a packet on Barty to win this, and <laughs> she's down 5-3 in the third. <laughs> it's not looking good. Well, we might move on and have a quick look at the Q Cup from last week, and uh, Blackhawks defeated the Cutters down, up, uh, down at, in Mackay, 22 yeah. points to six. I was going to say, they didn't just beat them, they, they gave them a bit of a, bit of a slap and said, hey, you stay down here, we'll come down here and dominate you. <laughs> a double for, I'm going to say this name wrong, Bacho Salam. Sound sure. right to everyone? Sounds good to me. Sounds, sounds good. good. Sounds good. Never heard of him. That sounds bad, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, the Northern Pride hosted the Sunshine Coast Falcons at Barlow Park. Yeah. 52 points yeah. to eight. A bit of a drubbing that. Ouch. But, uh, you know, ladder leaders, they're kind of... Kind Did of my expect- man get a try in that? Did your man get a try. Did you see his name there? Shandor Earl. No, he did not get in. He's got a poster of Shandor somewhere in his house. I'm absolutely fascinated by this guy. (laughs) I just reckon he's a gun player. (laughs) They lost the other week. They did. We we, we didn't get to talk about it. Redcliffe, yeah. Yeah, The streak is over. Yeah. How's he been going in in the interest cup? He's doing all right. He's in the try scoring mix a lot. I saw he's got his start... um, with Melbourne against Parry the other week, and he was he was riding all the riding the contests there. Yeah, uh, I I just think he needs just consistency. I think playing for the Storm, I mean, it's it's no doubt good for him having someone like Belly Eight down there doing stuff for him and playing for the Falcons up here. But 
he's a consistent NRL player and he's not going to crack it behind Vunavalu and yeah, Nato Carr as well. So a change of scenery, I don't know. Any club Titans are probably looking for a good winger at the moment. So I reckon he'd be a regular first grader and show the world I'm, what he can actually do. I'm just curious to know how it would work with Melbourne. Like, like obviously with the Cowboys, with the feeder teams, the boys come back and train with the squad. If they're in that squad, in that 25 or the 30 squad, come back and train with the Cowboys and then on the Thursday or Friday, is it Thursday they would normally ship them off? I think they they ship them off like on the Thursday to go back to which their respective feeder clubs. I'm curious to know whether the Storm do the same thing. Whether they fly them back down to Melbourne and train for a few days and then ship them back up to Queensland for the for the weekend with their feeders. Really frequent curi- flyer points. I'd be really curious. Th- to know. That's my understanding. Yeah, well, it makes. So I mean, if that's that's that would be the norm. But it's just I mean, that's a, that's 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 a fa- I mean, it's. One thing to jump on a plane for an hour from Townsville to Cairns or Townsville to Mackay or jump in the car for a couple of hours and drive down there, but like a two-hour, you know, I suppose you could probably get it. Uh, yeah, Sunny Coast probably have direct flights to Melbourne on Jetstar or something like that. Are they sponsored by Tiger, though? They still oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to just drops up here. I'm just trying to drop just some plugs. We may get some sponsorship out of oh, it. Right. Every week he's chasing them. But anyway, uh, the other game that I will mention, just because it's uh, it would have been interesting calling oh, no. this one if if it actually happened. The Seagulls hosted the Seagulls. Oh yes, the Seagulls versus Seagulls. Someone throw a chip on the field. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the winner, Manly Seagulls, hosted hosted the Tweed Seagulls. Twenty points to sixteen <laughs> would have been. Uh, yeah, fun calling that one. That's got to be the worst thought out. I raised it last podcast. Yeah, yeah. I had a big spit about it, how a competition can allow two teams into the comp with the same mascot. It just doesn't make sense. There's a thousand animals in the world and you can only pick a seagull? I mean, <laughs> I know. And, 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 and to be honest with you, Winner Manly has to have rights on it because they were in the competition way before Tweed's were, Tweed were. Because Tweed was probably pretty much was the, 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 the feeder, like not the feeder, but... The lower levels of the old Gold Coast Seagulls, I would assume. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Ash is done. Ash yep. Barty, number one. Oh, it's gone. Yep. There goes my, yeah. my bet too. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> go to, um, Massive punters, these two. Got to revise uh, the next one now. All right. Well. Here's a bit of background. There's, there's a big TV up on the wall. We're in a, we're in a nice little man cave. This is... This is uh, <laughs> This is up there with studios, boys. I like what you put together. You've got the television on the uh, the. I know what I should have done, boys. I know, I'll let you down on this one. Knowing that we we're going to have a guest tonight, I should have brought in all my memorabilia stuff and just oh, put it yeah, up against yeah, the walls. And well, when we get a little, more, a little more of a permanent setup, rather than you having to ship around your boxes every week and <laughs> take 20 minutes to unpack and pack up every week. <laughs> oh, dear me. Oh, that's just deflating seeing Barty loose. It is. Well, uh, I don't Everyone know. get out. Shall we talk a bit of AFL? I don't know. Do you follow a bit of AFL, George? And it's just not actually your sport, nowhere near it. Well, it's, it's not my sport, but I Obviously am. I am in sport. a um, I'm in a tipping comp, and I'm about fifteen hundred out of one hundred and ten thousand. <laughs> oh, that's oh, not and too I'm, bad. And I'm and I'm I'm starting to get a little bit, I'm starting a little bit nervous because I'm not that far from the um, from the top of the table. Yeah, and but pressure on you now. You've got to keep up. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm he's just, just, <laughs> <coins>. just literally <laughs> fluking this week. I like those colours. It's basically what we're coming down to. Well, we've got a... I'm a Hawthorne There's supporter. There's a Hawthorne supporter so the Hawks. Here, so so I'm a Hawks. where were you last week? 
Mate, wait, we we killed it. We crushed it last week. Okay. Oh, I crushed it. 67 points to 63 over. The Colin. way we've been playing this season, we crushed it. They did, actually. I, 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 <laughs> I've taken the opposition side. I don't even know who they played. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't bring myself to take Hawthorne. Because <laughs> they'd burnt me the week before. I said, ah, I'll never and pick them again. And oh, then they no, win. I'd just, like <laughs> just like to thank our guests <laughs> every week. You'll, you'll end up better off. I'd like to thank our guests for joining us tonight. <laughs> 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 Our man Pistol here is a Brisbane Lions fan. At least he keeps it in Queensland. Uh, they win the flag this year. They managed to beat the Giants, ninety-four points to seventy-four. They didn't just win they, two. They, they played. Yeah, them. that was good. Yeah. All four quarters, they just come out from the get-go. They burnt me as well. Oh. <laughs> well, look, that's probably you can't get you can't go wrong tipping the Lions each week. In saying that, though, that would that for someone who's a non-follower. Like it doesn't really follow AFL. That would have been a tough game to tip. There's two well. teams playing quite good footy at the moment, yeah. Mm. so yeah. that would have been a tough one to pick. I don't know. I think uh, I think we tipped quite well in that. We game. did very well in that game. It's probably one of the <laughs> largest wins we've had as far as from a uh, something like 38 legs in the one game. Yeah, it's the little same game multi. We need one bloke. 38 did. legs oh, in one nah, multi. About 18. About 18. Oh, about 18. No, what was about 10? 18. It was about a 10 leg multi and. Everything was all coming off, and you needed someone that had X amount of disposals and this, that, and the other. Wow. Finlayson had to kick a goal for GWS, and that, that was the last leg. And with about two to go, he snaps one right in front. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're home. <laughs> You're beauty. Yeah, and I'm a West Coast fan. Don't hold it against me, but uh, we absolutely schmozzled the Dockers. Fremantle Dockers, 122 points to 31. And then to make it worse, it was raining, so it was quite a wet. Quite a wet game, and then they made Frio stay out there while they got to make speeches for winning a trophy that they played for and all that kind of stuff. And, <laughs> and you could see, you could see Lions sitting there going, "Hold on, boys, don't go yet. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go." <laughs> and off. And this Friday, the Eagles hosting Collingwood over at Optus Stadium. I take. Can I, can I give you a little stat on this one? Nat Nui's been back two games now, yep. all right? And he has won since he's been back fifty-two. Bounces or not just centre breaks, but possessions yeah. off, off off the throw in or, or the bounce. Mm. Uh, that's going to just take these guys to another level. He helps. Him. Oh, it certainly helps. We're going all right without him, but now that he's yeah, back, now he's, he's back. Well, like I said, that's in two games. Yeah. So they won. They won the possess. They won the, the, the those possessions uh, against Hawthorne. Against Hawthorne. No. Yeah. 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 Twenty five. They beat us by twenty five in that stat, and then you beat. Um, Frio by about similar numbers. Thirty it was about thirty against Frio. That's just one player. <laughs> He's a freak. That's it's about He's nine foot twelve. They've got Collingwood this weekend. Yeah, yeah, on Friday night. I've, yeah. I've taken Collingwood. You, you, no one you're goes for Collingwood. At, you're not going to stay at fifteen hundred. You've got a full set of that. teeth, out, Georgie. <laughs> in, in you sa- can't go for Collingwood. In saying that, though, am I changing that tip? Uh, I probably <laughs> I, I would. Stick with I your would. instincts. No, stick with you. Look, here, here's some food they've for thought. They've been rubbish, George. Collingwood, the last three weeks, and that's so what I was going to say. Is mate, they've lost the last couple of games. They probably drew for a good game. Um, they shouldn't have lost to us last week. They should have lost by more because we couldn't kick straight. <laughs> That's the story of the Hawks' season. <laughs> it's true. But um, they shouldn't have lost last week. Uh, they shouldn't have lost the week before either, to be honest with you. Geelong's on a, on a slide as well. They've lost two in a row now as well. I, I feel sorry for St Kilda this weekend. So I wouldn't go, don't pick St Kilda. Go no. Geelong. Um, because they're going to absolutely, they're just going to schmozzle <laughs> St Kilda this weekend. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Well, the Hawks taking on the Dockers. 
Mate, I think in we Tassie. could. In Tassie. In Tassie. So it's like our, it's our home away from home. We, we actually do play against the Dockers quite well in Tassie. We always play the Dockers in Tassie when we do down there. I tell you what, I reckon the Hawks are going to go two in a row. Ooh. Yeah, oh, I know, geez. we haven't done it all year, but I think we're going to go 2 Although in Although against the Dockers, the Dockers are average. So. Where's Dockers sitting? Are seventh? Oh, are you testing me? How quick is my hand? Because we're in 13th. Dockers are 11th. 11th. On, on 28 points. On 20, and Hawthorne's on 24. 24. Yeah, yeah, I'll go Hawthorne in that one. I've taken Fremantle. Oh, well, yeah, look. I, uh, it, yeah, it doesn't really it's matter. It's not a bad tip. It's not a bad tip. Like, the way the Hawks, the Hawks have been on... On one, off one. On one, off one. couple of double offs. There's about five give-me's in this round. <laughs> the, the way I've worked this <laughs> AFL tipping out. They, 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 give you, they, they give you, there's about four games that you could just about tick off. And then there's about another. Georgie, can I tell you one thing? So I saw a table today, so I was watching AFL 360 before <laughs> I come over here. All right. There was, there was just this weekend, okay, just this weekend, there was nine Positional changes on the table. All right? Nine positional changes still, on the table. But there's still five gimmies. Hey, <laughs> this is the logic that's got me to 1,500 out of 110,000. Don't question it. Hang Just on, run with on. it. i, I got to do the this. The logic is solid. i got to do this. <laughs> logic, logic is ironclad. The lo- don't judge the system. Don't buck the trend. Well, Port hosting uh, yeah. Lions. Yeah. It's going to be tough this one. Port has always been the Lions baggy team. Oh, like, and West Coast. Uh, <laughs> and Hawks. <laughs> no, 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 no. They've been our baggy team for oh, the last yeah, couple of years. Lions, Lions could be 20 and a flying high, beating everyone by 100. Port could be coming wooden spooners and still come out and beat us. They yeah, just have that, that knack. I think that happened in the grand final, didn't it? Ooh. <sighs> Yes. <laughs> well, we might just leave it there for that you. Wasn't no, that, that, was, that, <laughs> that wasn't necessary. That wasn't necessary. It was felt. Well, that, I felt that we had that had enough. The dead ball we, line. we didn't have enough, like, paying out on each other. We, we've been having some good conversation now. I thought it was time to get back to our normal shenanigans. <laughs> well, we might. Uh, what about cricket? Oh. Oh. We lost to South Africa. How does that happen? Good. Oh, look, hey. It sets us up in a better draw. I call that tactical tanking. Tactical tanking. <laughs> I would have rather, look, I'll be honest with you, I'd rather play India in the final than in the semi. Yeah, that's why we've done it this way. So oh, we've got England, haven't we? We've Australia got England. Australia play England. That's right, sorry. If Australia wins, we would have played India in the semi. No, if Australia, we would have played New Zealand in the semi and we would have played in India because India would beat England and, um, yeah, we would have played New Zealand. Yeah, so what? Well, we'll still play New Zealand in the grand final. Yeah, so it's just going to be... New Zealand will beat India, India will choke. <laughs> they always 100%, do. 100%, yeah. Always do it this, at that stage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they will. <laughs> we'll see. You watch Trent Bolt come out, get five for 22, oh, and Kane Williamson make a ton. Because they haven't played yet. They haven't played this World Cup because their game got washed out. Yeah. Yeah, true. Okay. What a difference two players make to a team. Oh, yes. Quaj is out. Quaj is out. Yeah, it, it does. It, you're right. I just think that they probably could have still been in the position without them, maybe. I don't think we would have had the depth in the batting. Just yeah. that's my personal opinion. I yeah, Warner has been it. solid up the top, hasn't he? What, four, he doesn't get hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> he had three yeah. before the last game and then he hits another one against South Africa. Yeah, he's in form. It just creates that confidence in that in that team, it seems. It's those all round just with the the batting order, even mm. Yeah, the bowlers having confidence that they're. I, I look. I honestly believe that the key to the Australian team at the moment is Kerry, though. Like 
keeper. Is that yeah, Keith yeah. Carey, is it? Carey. Yeah. I think he's not been... Not Drew Carey, though. No, no, no. Alex. Alex Carey, yeah. yeah. Not Wayne Drew? Carey? Not Wayne Carey. I don't think it's Wayne Carey. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not. I don't know. You'd, you'd no. know very quickly if the wags were on it's tour. But anyway. Carey. <laughs> but um, I it think... wasn't in Liar Liar. I think Carey has been probably been the pinnacle for them, though. He's been so consistent the whole time. He He's like... I think he's averaging around about 45, 50 a game. Yeah. At that seven. Uh, yeah, coming in, just anchoring yeah, that last... Just holding, innings, holding yeah. that in, innings together at the end there and that kind of stuff. Just so, be yeah. good to have the bowling cartel, just a bit more strike power. I know Starkey's been going good, but... they sort of... wickets? Yeah, they're, they're sort of lacking just that that spin option. You know, yeah, the, spin, look, the spinning hasn't quite been I love the impactful. goat. I love the goat, yeah. but I don't think he's a one-day spinner. But he, he, I think he, he's a great test because he builds the pressure. Yeah, but I think I think from what was taken, I'm not a big fan of Zampa. No, um, not a spinner's. Yeah, well, you know, not a, not a spinner's backside. <laughs> <laughs> Cut your bloody but, hair. But there's not too many. There's not too many else out there knocking down the door no, either. No, you're true. You know, Cameron Boyce had a run, but he's been in the wilderness. Hey, mate, Swepson's Dave, not really. Warner's up doing there. it with the bat, just throwing the ball. Yeah, well, some handy little um, leggies. Well, you can't spell Warn without Warner, <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> and on that note, we we'll move into some <laughs> into some tennis as we've been. We have been no, watching the tennis. The tennis is gone, and man. Pistol doesn't care now because Ash Party just so got the party out. party is over. The party party's over. Feel deflated. Australia's done. Australia's done. Round of sixteen. She's gone in uh, three sets: six three, two six, three six, two. Played great in the first set. Alison Risky. Alison Risky. Did you ever hurt a leg on a multi? Yeah. Oh, yeah, leg. yeah, absolutely. First leg. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. Don't go gambling with a pistol. There's <laughs> nothing worse than that first yeah. leg just deflating you. You've uh, got the body such party. High hopes. Yeah, body party to win it, into Australia to win the World Cup, into the Lions to win the flag this year. Wow. Well, you would have done your ass somewhere along the line there I, anyway. It doesn't, doesn't go subtle bets. <laughs> no, no. no I, was, I, was, I was going on that pretense of 2016 where every rough shot Come through, you know. Sharks won it. The Western Bulldogs won it. Chicago Cubbies won it. Foxes won it. In the EPL Cavaliers won it. So I was just going for small outlay for maximum return. I did the same bet and also threw Queensland in the Origin to win it this year. Fifteen grand for a ten dollar bet. Barty's gone. First run. Oh, Unbelievable. Well. Yep. And uh, Rafa is about to take the court. I, 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 I. Who's he got? Souza. Yeah, I really hope Souza gets Brazilian? up here. Is Brazilian. Can someone can someone like pen a letter to Nick Curios and tell him to just leave? And Tomic. Ah, <laughs> oh, who? Kick them both out. <laughs> like I've I'm normally fairly forgiving to sports people, but I tell you what, I'm embarrassed to say that I'm an Aussie when those two idiots are on a tennis court. I've purposely avoided whenever there's a story about them this time around, I've just purposely <sighs> I just looked at it. I just I have no time for I've got no time for people like that. Like I don't care what sport it is. Like, they could be playing tiddlywinks. They're going to carry on like a bunch of pork chops. Just I, I so want to swear. Right? You know what, I mean? <laughs> what an embarrass what an embarrassment he is though. Like, yeah. it, it, if you're going to talk it up. Yeah. If you're going to talk it up back as it how up. good you are. At back some it. point you got to back it up. Yep. Mm. You sit there criticize somebody of the likes of Nadal who is such a out-and-out out champion of the sport. Yep. Oh, who cares that you won one set? If You know what I mean? Look, win the match if, you, if you're if you going to yeah. talk it up and then talk. 
That's it. That's what I liked about Hewitt. You know, he he talked, but you knew you're in for a fight. Like yeah. he wasn't he wasn't lying down. But he, but he wasn't an idiot like those two. No, he was never an idiot like those two. Neither would Pat Cash. He <coughs> have his little tanties like the best of them. But mm. he wasn't like those two idiots. Yeah. I don't care who dislikes other people. I, I think I think that's good for sport to have. Yeah, uh, someone to hate. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit of competition. Bundy's little... been doing it for years. Just because you're the nice bloke on the tour like Federer, no, I hate you. I'm going to call you out on But at least beat him. Yeah. Like you say, don't just talk and Get do nothing. There and throw your racket and blame the ref and blame ball boys and carry on like a sook yeah. and everybody else is at fault for why you lost. He, like He's such an embarrassment. Honestly, if I could just denounce him from... Yeah. From any ethnicity, I would. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, I wish I there. could somehow just erase the fact that he is we're from both, the Mediterranean we're both Greek, and just, and just I, send him straight to hell. And the Honestly. Worst, the worst thing is, the, there is the, worst, the worst thing is, I wouldn't know what country to send him to. You know what I mean? Like, You wouldn't wish him on I anyone? I wouldn't wish him on anyone. Who would take him? <laughs> Trump will take him on. Hey, get off the, get off the Trump man. <laughs> he's, he's doing good. <laughs> Love the Donald. Oh, classic, classic, classic. Hey, look, I know we're almost we're almost we're almost done here. We've 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 pretty much touched all our normal normal things. But um, while we've gone way over our normal podcast, let's just really rub it in, Georgia. I've got to ask you, mate. I've got to ask you. So obviously, after your footy career, um, you went back and worked in the shop with your dad for a little while there. What is the secret to the perfect chip? <laughs> Do you double cook your chips? Do you double cook? Like a lot of places I know double cook their chips. Well, back in the day, yep. we, used to, we used to hand cut our own chips and yep. yeah, you double cook them. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in a business of the scale that we had, we, 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 we couldn't do that. So yep. we sort of went to the frozen chips, but we tried to always buy the... the yeah, the better the, quality ones. Oh, well, you know, at different times, <laughs> the Greek would come out and you go, oh, this one's on sale. <laughs> the, we'll, the black and gold special over we'll, the McCain. We'll buy this one, but then... As quickly as you do that, the, you get some customer in you up. and you know, so, oh, This bloody chip is rubbish. I don't know what you got, but whatever you... you know, so <laughs> you quickly learn, you get the best quality, and the, the key to anything is clean oil. You know, like yep. you just... You had to, we had to we dil- uh, diligently make sure you, you clean that oil every day, sometimes twice a day. So that, that that's you know, hot oil, clean oil. Do you ever get the urge? Do you ever get the urge? Because I, I know what I'm like. I, I, I love a good crispy chip, right? Do you ever get the urge to eat all, like, you know how you get that big pile of crap that just sits on the end there that you scoop out of the oil? You, you would have died in that fish shop. <laughs> you would have died in that fish shop, I was telling you. There's, there's no way your arteries could have got through a working <laughs> I'm just asking, yeah. You need discipline. <laughs> potato cake, potato scallop. Potato scallop. Thank you. All right, cool. I'm happy with that one. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say that. I mean, it's, it's a Queensland thing. It was only when I was in Victoria that I nearly had a heart attack. I was going to say, say I, I didn't know what you were t- going yeah, on. Yeah, no, about no. Then. Victorians potato call potato cakes. cakes. Yeah, I know. Was, um, shocking. And what? Uh, <laughs> what is that? I'm a big fan of flake. I love my flake. I love my flake. I know people are all looking at me going, what? Really? Shark, shark, flake. George's face is... There's nothing wrong wrong with the the flake, but you you can always tell where people come from when they they, they rock up and the the fish is... Whatever fish they order. Yeah. Yeah. From my days in the fish shop, which are a long time ago. When you've you've got the menu up there and it's like fish of the day, it's just crumb grilled battered and it's always Spanish mackerel or 
pay an extra dollar and you can get Barramundi or Red Emperor or whatever. Is it all just the same Spanish mackerel anyway? No. Depends if you go to the old. It's battered and crumbed. Like, real. Oh, yeah, no, this is good quality, man. That's really? When you, that's when you know you go to a, a quality fish and chip restaurant, fish and chip shop. When they got up on the thing, they go, mackerel, red lip, this, that, everything else. Oh, you go, battered, crumbed, grilled. <laughs> it doesn't say what type of yeah. fish it is. But it's just, just take what you're given. $6, battered, crumbed, or grilled. That's Enjoy it. your reflux and just get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'll even chuck in a couple of dimmies for you there. Go, get out of here. Go on. <laughs> I had to ask. I just had to ask. But what are you doing with yourself now? What are you doing yourself now? Obviously, some people probably don't know what you're doing now. You're floating around, doing everything and anything, but no, keeping boys in line. Yeah, well, I had a bit of a sabbatical for a year. Look, me, me and the old man, we just uh, found it difficult to work together. So, um, as it happened, rather than end up behind bars, <laughs> I got myself a, a job at the prison and worked on the other side. So, <laughs> I, these days, I sort of float around and. I work at the, yep. the prison, and it's um. You work. You get to work with Val much. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Sean, it, it was an interesting conversation. He rang me up and he wanted a frame jersey, and I was <laughs> itching, itching um from the Warriors, and he wanted me. He wanted yep. me to um see if I could get some contacts to get him a jersey signed. For those that don't know, Sean Valentine, you think I've got memor- I have a memorabilia issue. Sean Valentine has a memorabilia issue. Oh, he also. I'm quite surprised his wife hasn't left him. <laughs> he is one of the out and out best people oh, you'll yeah. ever meet. He's got, I think he fosters 120 kids. You'd think wow. so when you walk over to his. Oh, I don't. It's not 120, yeah. but it's not far 120. Off. He helped me move. He helped me move stuff from a place that I bought some furniture and I put a call out on Facebook and said, "Can someone help me?" And he goes, "When do you need me?" He, he rocked up and he rocked up with a car full of kids. This, this, <laughs> this guy, he, uh, he, he fosters kids, he coaches all the junior sport. You know, he, he just gives so much back to the community and every opportunity he gets, he, he raffles something off and tries to raise money yep. for people. And So he's, 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 on, he's on the fundraising bandwagon and he's, and he's phoned me and I said, mate, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm, at the, I'm at the prison these days. I love it. I said, what do you love about it? He goes, oh, the hours and it just... He got to, we got to talking, and he goes, oh, I'll send you my roster. It's, it's great. And I said, okay. And he said, he goes, you should apply. I said, I think I will. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out there since three years since that conversation, so it's been good. Uh, it's not involved it. in any of the scandals? <laughs> I wasn't going to go. <laughs> no, but... He, oh, yeah, uh, no, he's just going to go, oh, yeah, well, this, yeah, this, this is yeah. one. Apart yeah. from this one time, no. <laughs> Oh, it's 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 actually been quite entertaining working out there. Like oh, when bet. you when you when you go when you first go out to out there, they sort of say, "Look, if you've got any conflicts of interest, if you know anybody out here, you got to fill out declaration forms, and you got to make sure you you know you disclose who you know." Probably played with footy with half of them. So we've gone for a walk <laughs> on our orientation, <laughs> and we're walking down the catwalk, and and it starts. Hey, Josie! Josie! Hey, Josie! Hey, Josie! I'm, I'm just, and I've got the, I've got the course uh, coordinator just sort of looking at me. I'm just like, well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, hey, I haven't seen you for a long time. <laughs> now I know why. <laughs> but, um, but that's why I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah. But you know, look, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of. Um, 
not everybody ends up out at yeah. big houses is um, a bad people or you know whether they've had some issues with addiction or they've hit crossroads in lives and you know so um, there there are there are your element that aren't not so nice and then and then you've got some people out there of um, just serving their time and it's it's amazing how many people you actually sort of know. Yep. Who, who are not far from your circle. So uh, that, that was, <laughs> was it's, it's taken me about six months to get the writer's cramp out of my hand from all the declarations. <laughs> I had to write from people I know. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> I reckon, what was that movie? What was that movie where they had the, like the prison guards took on the um, the crims in a game of... Uh, Longest Yard. Long, Longest yeah. Yard. Maybe, imagine that. You've almost got a cowboy side out there. Get a couple more of the boys out there. Oh, I... <laughs> I'll, I'll wind a few of them up. <laughs> you no, stop it. A hook, a hook, and winding other players up. Never tell, tell them what to smash. Just they give, they give me shit. Ah, you, you better hold now. You you can't do it. I said, I still smash you both. No worries. <laughs> one other thing. One other thing. I do want to quickly touch on, and I know you are probably going to hate me for doing this. Congratulations on uh, making uh, the uh, North Queensland um, All Schools Team of the Century. Hey, nice one. I was a bit. I got a bit yeah. of shock from that, but I was really, really quite proud. I um I saw a post come up on Facebook that the North Queensland School Sport had selected a um, Team of the Century, as you said, um, for primary school, and for those who have represented yep. North Queensland. And some of the names on that list yeah, were there's some names on there. Mm. Wow, to, uh, to to go through that and and be in, included in amongst that caliber of players, it was it was, it was quite an honour. And um, the humbleness that came out of you, Georgie, when you turned around and said the players that didn't make it, and how true that is, how true it was. The the the, the, the amount of names that were getting rattled off after you made that statement of how many players that possibly could have been there, and then you know, like I would not have wanted to be one of those people trying to pick those teams. No, well, there's an interesting story with one of the people who selected the sides. He, I remember, I remember um, old Corey, old Bill Nettle. Oh, Billy Nettle, yeah. Billy Nettle. He was um, he was one of the um, coordinators of school sport at that time. And I remember um, being in the towns side at the time, and our, I knew I knew um, Bill through through family connections. And I remember pulling him aside, Bill, if I make the side. You eat calamari for life. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and you get it, I can see what's going to happen tomorrow. To typical Greek fashion, I don't think I ever shouted him a serve of calamari again. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure he's he's filthy, but uh, no, he's been he's been a lifetime friend, and yeah, you know, and that, and that's one of the themes that sort of come off um, of the. Of, from those sort of memories, you know, yep. the, the coaches, uh, the organisers, the managers, the players that you've played with, um, you know, it, it, the great memories. It was really, it was really nice to look back. Yeah, and um, it was a hell of an honour to be um, to named in that team. So that's something, something I'll, I'll I'll be sure to show my uh, my little boy one day when he's a little bit older. Yep, um, he's, he's going to arrive in about six weeks' time. So oh, congratulations. Very good. Looking forward to that. First one? First one. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> First one's always the easiest one. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, the totally. second one you've got to worry about. <laughs> second one comes, yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, that's right. The second one is the terror. So I'm, not, I'm not too sure how, how I'll go watching him. Pl- uh, wanted to see. You're going to be it, one of those frustrated dads on the side like, get him. I don't know if I want to allow him to... 
to go through the pain I felt. Like yeah. <laughs> but he'll um, pick he'll pick something totally different, and then you'll have to watch that happen. A lot of money in golf. Don't get me started on golf, honestly. <laughs> Uh, only, only God knows how I haven't smashed my driver into a hundred and, and hundred pieces. A more frustrating game. Oh yeah, we've all there's been not there. a sport on this world earth that I wish I could play more than golf. <laughs> and I get myself so amped up every time I go. I, I put my nice little pants on. I put my nice little shirt on. I, I get, I go early. I practice, and then I proceed. I lost sixteen balls on the weekend. <laughs> Off nine, <laughs> off eight. Uh, it was off eighteen. I lost sixteen balls, <laughs> and I swore I'd never play again. Till next week. Till next week. Yeah. Next week. It's all good. Well, we might just quickly uh, smash through our tips. We'll get Ooh, through yeah. them very quickly. Uh, That's right. We've gone. We've gone a little while. I'm sure we can. There's, there's not a lot of dead air in there tonight. You won't be able to cut it out. That's fine. I'm going to just let it roll this week. Uh, we are still sort of. In the midst of last round, because uh, yeah, we are waiting on the state of origin tip now. Controversially, I have tipped New South Wales for this game. Yeah, he did because he, I tip with he the tip head. with the head with this time, not with his heart. With the yeah. heart. And I do want to see Queensland win. <laughs> That's but just I'm ridiculously just dumb. <laughs> George is like it. Thanks for having me. See up, mate. Got this feeling they can do it, eh? Yeah. Oh, look, I hope they do. I absolutely hope they do. But I just, I don't. I don't think New South Wales are gonna. See a game that's so one one way possession. Oh, way. I think we're going to have to write our tips yeah. out. I think it's going to let me tip that far ahead, is it? Yeah, you can yeah, go, just go to next, next round. round. Oh yeah. yeah, it's all good. I'll just call them out to you. So this Friday, I got it here. I got go it through them quick. Panthers Stadium, six p.m. Panthers hosting the Titans. I don't have odds. Too early. Yeah, no odds yet. But um, I, I, I think Penrith. Penrith. Peter, I think Penrith. Uh, you know, this isn't going to be quick. Um, <laughs> Titans have stuffed me. I'm I'm off them. Panthers. Panthers. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna go Panthers by four. Yeah, um, Panthers. Will, Panthers will win that. I don't think it's gonna be a smash up with a few players that'll be backing. Oh, with Maloney backing up. Yeah. Um, but I think Panthers will win that. I've gone yeah. four as well. well Titans. Titans beat Panthers earlier in the year to get their first win. No, I'm going Titans. I'm I'm oh, I'm a sucker for punishment. He's the bottom of every ladder. This, he's yeah. This, yeah. So when if you, when you when you listen to future podcasts, if you just need a bit of help with your tips, not that I think you would need help with your NRL tips, but yeah, he gets maybe one good week every. <laughs> it's impossible to tip this. I've got, got perfe- perfe- got, I've got two yeah, perfect sorry. rounds so far this year. You got a perfect round first round of the season. He's impossible. Been, yeah, he did first se- first first round of the season. He got and perfect the second round. one was one. Yeah, the buy round. <laughs> oh. The second perfect round. Yeah, it was the buy round. Yeah, it was the half round. Yeah, it was a half round. So the yeah. NFL. Two perfect rounds. I'm 1,500 out of 110,000. Yeah. The NRL, I'm 70,000 out of 100,000. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so anybody who listens to more tips tonight, think <laughs> twice and hard before you go to. Uh, I don't. To TAB or jump on your sports back. <laughs> no one's gambling off our tips either, I can assure you of that. The second game <laughs> well, on Friday Titans night. By six. Second game on Friday night. McDonald Jones Stadium. Marathon Stadium. <laughs> he also likes to call them all by their original yeah, name. Newcastle Knights hosting the Bulldogs. Newcastle. Peter? Yeah, Newcastle. I'm going the Knights as well. Knights. Yeah, I've, I've gone dogs too many times this year. Just thinking, I, I jagged one when they played Sharks the other week, but... You would have been one of the only ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, but I've also been 
one of the only ones that consistently loses on them every week as well. I just think they were going to turn the corner. They'd do nothing. No. They've Saturday. got no attack. I can't, no. be- I can't believe... Just, I, I thought Lachlan Lewis was going to be something. <laughs> I nothing. Know, I, know. I can't believe they let Bruce Martin go. Yeah. I honestly can't believe no. the dogs let Bruce Martin yeah. go. They're fan yeah. favourite and best player. Oh, no, you can go. It's yeah. so one-dimensional. Everything's off the first receiver that goes all the way to the defensive line and then they either play short or play at the back. Let the ball sing. Yeah. Just let the ball move. You know, like they have got no flair. Yep. And no second. Which is surprising because I got. I mean, I know Foran's injured at the moment, isn't he? Did he get injured? I don't think so. Um, it's just. It's just. It's too, one of, he was one of the best halfbacks in the competition a couple of years ago. I know he, he got. He did get injured on the weekend. He's he's had a hip injury. Yeah, I thought um, he got injured. Yeah, but it's just they're just a very clunky looking structured team that does not play what's in front of Look, them. Look, nothing against Dean Payne, but it's everything against Dean Payne. He was a clunky kind of player. It was he was he was a, he was a typical yeah. prop. He was a second rower that got pushed to the prop, and he was just give the, me the ball, go forward. The dogs of war, and he's going to have all that I, mongrel I think, and muscle back. Then I think he's a very good assistant coach, mm. and, he, and he's proven that he's played. I think he's coached under Bellamy. Yeah, I think he was at the Storm for a while. He's yeah. coached under Bellamy, and, and he's, he, I'm no doubt he's a great man manager. Yep, and I'm no doubt he's um, has got. Is a very good motivator as well, yep. and gets the most out of those play, that playing group. But I, I just don't know if he's the tactician um, or, or, of a, of a player who's played in the halves. Most coaches who play, uh, coach at the top a level, really, really good state league level, you know, the intra super cup sort of level. But maybe yeah, you see it a lot. You see guys that do really really well those little couple of tiers down and absolutely kill it. Then you see coaches like you know Wolfie for argument's sake, who probably could he he might turn around. He may turn around and, and the way this competition is and win every yeah. game coming home. Yeah. So <laughs> here we are, armchair experts. But they, they, they've, they've, they've definitely, they've definitely haven't produced anything type of football that's enjoyable to watch this year. Nah, but occasionally they, they they jag one. That's yeah. why they're sitting in 16th spot, though. Well, that's yeah. it. So Saturday, the first game at 3 p.m. at ANZ, Rabbitohs hosting the Sea Eagles. I'm actually really looking forward to this game. I think this game is going to be like a Manly Souths game of the years gone by, you know, you know late 80s, early 90s, where it's just going to be uh, just knock the crap out of each other and whoever's still standing at the end is going to win it. I think Sea Eagles are going to get them, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, gone, I've, I've, I've gone Manly. I've gone Souths to go five losses in a row. <laughs> oh, thanks, cryptic. cryptic guy over here. <laughs> that that would be manly to win. Yeah, thanks. It's too late in the night for me to be thinking what's going on there. Rob, uh, needs, Rob needs his medicine. Yeah, <laughs> my cough medicine's with me. Cough syrup's waiting at home. Me flaming mo. Yeah, you can uh, make a flaming mo. I am going to trust me. Uh, yeah, I will go to seagulls as well. Seagulls all round, beautiful. He, he calls them the. <laughs> I did call them the Sea Eagles before. <laughs> Don't worry. 5.30pm, Suncorp Stadium, Broncos hosting the Warriors. I know which way. Pistols, Tippy? No surprises with this one. Do not go the Broncos, and Warriors being my second favourite team in the comp. Getting on board. I'm He's not just saying that. That's due that's to the company. He, <laughs> he never never backs the Bronx. Never back the Bronx. And he's, always yeah. go Cowboys, always go Warriors. I think I think the Warriors are good for a win on the weekend. I was I was disgusted watching the oh, game on the weekend. Like, that was hard taking. Can wasn't the vi- it? Honestly, can the video ref go straight to hell? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> remember when? How is it that you can award a try, 
Can, can you explain this on the panel for me? Because I, I don't understand uh, <laughs> uh, 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 after being a football nerd my entire life. The the referee awards the try. He says try. Then they proceed to watch it 223 times on, vi- on video replay. And after the 223rd replay, he says no try. Now, if you've watched it five times and you can't categorically say it wasn't a try. Move on. It's a try. Yeah. He's it. given the try. Mm. Get stuff video referee, yeah. please. Yep. Bring back the in touch goal. That 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 Mamalo try, how that wasn't yeah. a try last week. Uh the, oh. the, 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 you saw the frustration of, of the commentators on, on that game. Like it was just it was they just could not believe it and it's it's turning people off. It it is. It's it's a fan built game and touched on it earlier. It's a blue collar game for the people. They still haven't and got it right. I mean, the NFL have got a similar system to that. Even both in their basketball and the NFL as well. To that, the NBA and the NFL, they very rarely use it. They'll use it every once in a while because they have that coach's challenge in the NFL, so the coach can throw out a flag and they can challenge the call. That's the only time they go to those guys. I reckon. Oh, they may, they may need to consider limiting the number of times they can view it. Yeah, I think you've Wayne, got five times to view it. If I, you can't make a decision after five times, yep, with fif- all the technology that's available, and, yeah, and yeah. that's not and fast forward, rewind, fast keep, forward, rewind, and fast keep forward, in mind, rewind, mm. watch it five times at, at slow motion, and if you can't call it. You you go with the video ref, yep. or you make uh, you go with the referee's decision, or yep. you make a call and you move on. Keep yep. in mind too, what we see on the television screen is not what they they see way more than that. Yeah, they're watching six or eight. They got about different screens, twenty screens up there that are looking at every well, it's every camera all going. Well, once. it needs to be more transparent. Yeah. It doesn't matter though, because clearly they they are sometimes they've got to be seeing the same thing we're seeing because they say you can see separation or whatever. No one. It's not there. It's just they are looking. They are looking at something. Looking, yeah. looking not to not angles. award yeah. it when it should be. And I don't know when you, when bank. you were playing. There was a video ref at each game, and it was frustrating because you'd watch Cowboys play whoever, and all right, well that was given no try or try, and then the seven thirty game Manly versus Penrith. It's the same thing, but that video ref calls it the opposite of what it was called. So. Right, let's go to the bunker and have all this U-Butte thing. But you are constantly stuffing it up. I get more frustrated these days. It's so funny. Like everyone, oh, make a call, ref. Do it yourself. Make a call. And then the one time that you want them to go to the video, ref, they don't. You're like, oh, you should have gone to the video, ref. Well, just make it consistent. Yeah. You either do or you don't. And yeah. I felt felt really sorry for Newcastle last week. I thought they played really, really well with the numbers, with, you know, all their good players out. They played great, but yeah. I thought Warriors deserved that win. Oh, Warriors and deserved the win. Se- no and it seemed that. like there was some that, that decision and a few other decisions in that game um, that yeah. seemed to go against them being a one-eyed Warriors supporter. <laughs> 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 I started getting a little bit angry, <laughs> <laughs> and I was throwing plates, and it wasn't because I was dancing. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do: drink eighteen of these beers. That'll make me better. <laughs> Where's my chili bin? <laughs> so, Michael, Warriors, Broncos. Um, I've gone. I I, 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 haven't picked this one yet because I, I am sort of sitting <laughs> on the fence. I haven't, I haven't picked it. Um, we'll yeah, come back look, to I, I think going Warriors. I, I, I'm going Warriors. George, 
It'll Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, let's all go Warriors. All go Warriors. Warriors. Warriors all round. Warriors always play good against the Broncos. Yeah, they and do. And even at Suncorp, it's like Warriors' home game. They go on runs game. at this time of year. They go on little runs. Yeah. And it's around that origin time. It's around yeah. Yeah, your player unavailability and fatigue. And they and they do get on and runs and they make the most of this period. What time does the sun set in Brisbane at 5.30pm? Is it already sundown by then? It'll the sun's up. It'll be close to it. The sun's up. The vampire effect might come in and Broncos won't play too well. <laughs> 7.35pm, Amy Park, Storm hosting the Sharks. Uh, Storm for me. I just <sighs> I just think they're just, they're too good. They're, the Sharks are very inconsistent. I mean, the Sharks lose the, Sharks lose the unlosable game against the Dogs. No, oh, did they what? <laughs> <laughs> the only good it's thing It's almost about, like Gallon had money on them to lose. The like, only that's good just thing some, about just, that... Broncos Sharks game was that the Lions were playing at the same time, and I was like, I'm not watching Broncos for the Lions. Thank you very much. I watched the AFL on this one. Thankfully, that was the case because that was not fun to see that last result. No, no, but yeah, no, I, yeah, Storm, Storm. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I see a big performance here from Sharks. I think there's a few players mm. backing up. Um, that Fanukin's a big part of that Melbourne um, engine room. Um, and there's a, a and Munster as well. Munster and Kafusi, Kafusi, Welsh, Welsh, yeah. Uh, big parts of that that Melbourne um, and Chambers and Chambers, mm. Ado Car, yeah. So there's a lot of players <laughs> backing up, and I think fatigue is going to be an issue for them. Fafita coming back from injury. This might yeah. be too early, so, but I'd be putting your house on that game. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't say it. He will. Pete, you're sweating. Shut up. <laughs> pistol's, pistol's looking for the deed. Yeah. <laughs> and Sharks have performed really good in history against the Storm. It is that sort of rivalry now since that 16 grand final. They get up for it. Mm. I, I just And they haven't played particularly well. I think there's a, a good performance brewing for the Sharks. And I, for feeder back three weeks out, I think... Um, a couple of young players there. That Ueli, I'm really enjoying watching him play this year. I just think, though, the start of the season, the Storm had this game penciled in for Cam Smith's 400. And I think that the celebrations and the party and everything will be too big for the Storm not to get up for it, even with players backing up. Yep. And also, the Sharks are sitting on eighth on 16. So if they lose and Cows win, we also go to the eighth spot. Pending other results. (laughs) (laughs) You put a good argument together there. Does he does? I'm 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 tossing up. Everyone makes good arguments here. I I was going storm originally. Then you talked me in it. George talked me out of it. Then pistols talked me back in. No, I'm going to stick with the storm. I think for me. Cool, cool. I think that's everyone. George, you going sharks? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going to stick to sharks. Cool. Sunday, two p.m. Central Coast Stadium. Roosters hosting the Cowboys. Yeah, this is a good game. Because <laughs> at 2 o'clock, Cowboys win straight into the Lions, play Port Adelaide. Mm. Not getting an ounce of shit done since 2 p.m. <laughs> on <a> Sunday. <laughs> You're everything Saturday. Yeah, Cowboys for mine. And not quite in a canter, but 14. 13 to 18 as the score margin. Interesting. Cowboys. Um, Heart says Cowboys, head says Roosters. 
Look, the, this is a game. That the Cowboys need to win it's this must game. Win. I, I think this is a must-win game for them. Sharks to, lose, Cows win. We're to, up to give themselves any momentum into the to that final run into the end of the season. They really need to pull a game like this against a, a side that is playing pretty good footy. Is the season over if they lose this game? I don't think it's over. It's not over, but I it's... don't think it's over. But it is this, if you can pull a win against a side like the Roosters, it, it's got to be a big momentum mover for you. It's got to make you feel pretty confident with yourself. I, I'm not I saying it's a must win, but as a game that can make or break your season. Yeah, mm. I really like this. This could be the turnaround that that sets Cowboys on on a run to the finals, and I think it's within them. Yep. I really, um, I think some of these young guys really need to step up for this yep. for this game. Yep. Um, but it's 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 within them that the the head says probably Roosters are going to be a little bit classy across across the paddock. Yep. But uh, they'll have a few backing up from Origin as the, well. It's the same story as as as. as Tedesco Storm. breaks his leg on Wednesday night, <laughs> or an ankle or something like just anything can happen. I mean, yeah. Coop's playing his three hundredth game. To, Tedesco carrying a bit of fatigue. Um, the captain Heavy there legs. as well. Cordner, yeah. Cordner. Drinkwater's had another, had two weeks to settle in. He's been. He's a great boy for Cowboys. Oh, I, I would. We, Rob talked about it when we first heard the whisper about it. And it was we, just. It was, it was exciting. Everybody, I think people have underestimated the loss that Ben Barber was to the Cowboys this year. Yeah. He's he was a legitimate attacking threat out wide. Yep. And we we've lacked that, uh, you know. And people have stepped up and performed gallantly. Yep. Um, no disrespect to to Kahu. He's played well when given the opportunity at fullback, and he's he's been one of the Cowboys' best. But we just lack that speed. Mm. And what that does, that speed out out the back or out a little bit wider, it creates space for the halves. And I think he's going to be a great buy for for Morgan, and and even. Um, the young half, Clifford. Clifford, um, it'll, it'll, they'll, his presence on the edge is going to create space for these guys, and hopefully we see them run the football a little bit more yep. as well. Yeah, well, I'm, so I, I'm, I'm going to go the Cowboys. I'm just thinking if I can urge them <coughs> home, get, oh, get in there, get in there. Get up. So yeah, so I go Cowboys on that one. Pistol, silly question. Ah, very silly. Yeah, Cowboys for mine. Right. Score margin thirteen to eighteen. Thirteen to eighteen. <laughs> not well, in a canter, but thirteen to eighteen. I'm, I'm not one to shy away from uh, a controversial tip, so I'm going to tip the Roosters. It is you a, it dog. Is a, yeah, it is a You're a tip. dead set dog. The heart is with the Cowboys, but it's the same reason I tip New South Wales. The head is there. I just think he, he's seen uh, the prize at the end of the footy tipping comp. Yeah, but there is money riding on that too. Trust me. And, you are uh, kidding. This is a cowboy podcast. You've got a cowboy former player here, and yeah. you. Well, he's not playing now. What could? Have you seen the nah. injuries we've got? Nah, I can't. <laughs> Doesn't look keen. The knees, ankle, Voltaren gel. back. will be sweet. Unless I can swim in a pool of Voltaren <laughs> for a month afterwards, I could not play at that level. Needles beforehand. So I won't ask you how you went that game on last week, the other week. <laughs> I'm carrying about 12 kilos more than I need to be at the moment, so... Do you ever cringe when the old boy games come around? You go, oh, I don't really want to play this, but then you have to. No, you, you really look forward to it, and, and and your mind just gets all excited, and it's just that week afterwards you go, no, no, 
That wasn't Ovis. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I told Why? the boys watching Butsy walk up the stairs just from in the grandstand. Butsy was outstanding in that last old boys game. <laughs> and he got into a fight. He was paying a dollar five to get into a fight. I swear he thought it was Green Hill, but whatever. <laughs> Mind you, I've never seen him play a game of rugby league and not get into a fight. So <laughs> My Scary first, man. My first game of footy at school level for Cohen against, was against Pimley Cohen. I got smashed by him and all I hear is this, you've just been butter geeked. <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell was that? Second game on Sunday, 4 well, or 5 p.m. at Western Sydney, West Tigers taking on the Eels. Is this at Bank West? It is. So West, two players playing at their home game. <laughs> Whose home game is it? Well, it's actually the Tigers. Tigers. Tigers but it would be game. more of an Eels home game, though, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Where are they sitting on the ladder? This all depends on ninth, who ninth, I tip. 7th versus 7th. Okay, all right. So Tigers are on 16. They smashed them there earlier in the year. Yeah. Yeah. Sums in your head there. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just thinking for the Wasn't Cowboys that that to big, get into that the eight. Big score line? Para. Para for mine. Oh, para. Um, para. Yeah, round six, 51 six to yeah. the heels. Yeah. I just kicked that field goal think, just to I make sure they just got to, home. Just to yeah. put it beyond yeah. doubt. Yeah, I think And stuff tight. everyone's punts on an even score. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. I didn't bet on that game, but probably could have. <laughs> oh, this is tearing. Um,. I don't care who wins. It's more about where they finish on the ladder because the Cowboys have to get the points up. See, Pete did this a little while ago and he actually had a good round. The Cowboys <laughs> climb, we call it. Give us the Tigers in this one because then they'll both stay on 18. So Cows win the next two. They'll drop two. We'll go to sixth. Yeah, give us <laughs> give us the Tigers. Oh. You, know Great that, you know that meme where they say something complicated and there's a picture of someone's face and there's all the calculations in front of them? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's you. I can do algebra and calculus in my head. Yeah, I don't think you can. I 100% Pete, can. Pete, you'll appreciate this. <laughs> quick, I'm just going to digress two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> we, when I was in the Warriors, we had um, we used to go play poker every every Wednesday night out at the Pukekohe pub or something, out, out, out in the deep west of Auckland, and we befriended these jockeys. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can see where this is. <laughs> you had to say this. <laughs> well before the this days is a bit corrupt. Of, well before the days of betting scandals. And anyway, they said, give us, give us, give us a, give us a tip. Let's 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 do something up. We we'll, we can make some money. He said, what what's the first point score is going to be? I said, listen, take field goal first point scoring option. <laughs> anyway. You're serious? Yeah, you take the field goal first point scoring option. Now, this paid like something like 300 to 1 <laughs> as the first point scoring option. Oh, no. And they went, rightio. And now, as as jockeys do, the word had got around. They brought this down to something like 20 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. <laughs> They punched Stacey them. Jones potted. <laughs> no, no, we, we, we're never going to do it. We just, it was just a, a just massive it just tissue. Plunged it. <laughs> oh, they brought it. Matt, could you imagine that now? Like, and that was before the, any betting scandal. Could you imagine, like, oh. having potted that? And the uh, storm were on the attack. Twenty out. Ah, <laughs> oh, 
Smith's potted a field goal. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Sports bet's going offline. <laughs> Three <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Flat line somewhere. Back to the dips. Yes. <laughs> Uh, where were we? We My do apologise for the extended version of this one this week, but it's uh, been fun. It'd be good listening. Tigers eels, Mick. Um, yeah, I went. I went the eels. I went. Uh, I think the eels are just. At, to me, it's their home ground. It's not the Tigers' home ground. Mm. I think the eels just they play. They grow an extra tail. Yeah, they don't, eels don't have legs. They could. They could. They could. Well, they're, they're old mascot used to. Right. Right. Well, I'm I miss, I miss the old mascots. Yeah, the Tigers, I think they might uh, just uh, crack the eels. In this oh, one. is it because of my cowboy climb code? No. George. <laughs> eels will be too good. Okay. Eels will be too good, I think. Uh, right, eh? They've been steadily improving this last month, and I think they'll be too strong. Interesting. In the last game of the round, 6.10pm, Wind Stadium, Dragons hosting the Raiders. Yeah, mighty mean, tough and lean. Green machine. Who? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah, nah, the, <laughs> Look, I know they're not playing in Canberra, but there was that hoodoo with Dragons and Raiders there for so long. And even when Dragons and Raiders play, I think if you look at history, the last 30 years, I think you'll find the Dragons probably won six times against the Raiders. It's yeah, and they were in the last four, four or five years. Yeah. <laughs> Raiders um, have only beaten them once in the last um, five years. That was in oh, 2017. Right. Just, just undermine I'm, me? I'm just putting you it out there. don't have to Where were you going with those statistics <laughs> They haven't beat Raiders. <laughs> oh no, Dragon Dragons have had the wood over um, Raiders for years. Yeah. No, I'm going the Raiders anyway. You were just telling an absolute porky pie there. You're <laughs> doing anything to justify your pick tip then. That sounded yeah. convincing, didn't That's it? That's the pistol way. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll see Raiders win. Jared Croker any time try scorer. God, wow. I like that. Mm. Yeah, I really look, like yeah. that. He Inst- scores every time until you put it on a bit. He doesn't cross the strip. And after giving pistol, Raiders crap, could win fifty-two nil, and Croker won't cross the there line. There's no better way to hate a player <laughs> to, than then plunge on him. <laughs> you take the margin <laughs> and try scorer, and you get the margin, and then he just refuses to score just, or passes to his oh, winger one meter out from the try that, line when game, he could have scored uh, himself. You go to hell, you son of a bitch. Remember that game years ago? Cowboys were doing rubbish. I think it was 08. And Ty Williams scooted away and was going to score on the post. And Payne was supporting him and hadn't scored a try. But, and he just offloads it to Payne. Like, wouldn't you be thinking, mate, I need a tie to score just once? Yeah, but hey, nudie. Do you want to see Payne do a nudie run? No, I don't. Nobody wants to see no that. One's, no one wants to see that. Four years running. <laughs> um, I've, after all that, giving Pistol so much crap about it, I actually went the Raiders, so. Yeah, so have I. Raiders, Raiders will be too good. Yeah. A lot, yeah. Of, a lot of Dragons players backing up in that. There are oh. a few, isn't there? Yeah. Well, yeah, well. Yeah, there'll be Hunt, Frizzell. Norman. Uh, Norman. Big, 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 Vaughan. big, big game. Like that, that's too much of a toll on those players. I think that the sides with heavy representation, the origin backing up, um, that it's just very hard for them to compete. So yeah. look, I mean, look, look to go the other way. It's good for the players, but it's not good for the club sometimes, state of origin. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you see the teams, there are some teams that do have the depth there, but a lot of teams really struggle with that. And they can't, because of the dollar value that you need to have. To fill the team, you know, they just can't seem to you know, go too deep in that, 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 you know, you, know, you get to about 22, 23, and you're like, oh, we're, we're almost out of money. Uh, you'll do, you'll do, you'll do, you'll do. You fill the hole. Thanks. And done. Yeah. 
Well, that's yeah. I think. I think <coughs> it wins out the competition. Because if you're oh, spending all your money no on, your, on your top roster, and then you've got to, and they get selected for Origin, and then you, you bring in, you've got to have that depth there. Yeah. And they're going to be, for want of a better term, cheapies. You know, I, I think that evens out the competition. Then there are, it's only a couple of games that they're playing, but it gives them a game as well. And it gives I you a, 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 a sneak peek into the future as well. And mm. every yeah, well, year, right. you unearth one or two well, players that just either finish the season off or you just know they're going to be a superstar the following year. Well, yeah. that, have a look at the Raiders. They were they were tipped for nothing. They're flying high. They've got that Charles Nickel Clockstad that's come from nowhere and just killing it. Great boy, is he? Yeah. Here? Corey Horsberg, who was a Cowboys there. under have 20 player there. last year, doing nothing and... Raiders don't have anyone in the forward depth, so Stewart goes, all right, Corey, you're, you're, and he's regular first grade, killing it. All these manly players that have had to put their hand up to play and going, well, if we don't, we're not going to get a contract. And yeah, you're unearthing a lot of people. And yeah, I'm with you. I think it does even it out quite, quite good. Oh, there's no argument about it. It does bring those lower sides back into it a little bit, you know, so it pegs everyone down a bit. But uh, obviously some teams still seem to manage to do quite well. Storm being one of those teams that just seems to have that depth. It's all it's all about. It's not just about the players on the field anymore. It's all team yeah. management from the, the entire roster, I reckon. And that includes the... Lots of ice baths. It includes your feeder teams and, and George, all that sort of Georgie's stuff. Georgie's favourite pastime, ice baths. <laughs> I used to hate those sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one ice bath in my life and I thought I was going to die. I um, had the Warriors, Ruben Wiki. He was like the ice bath... Guru, yeah, you know he, he take he, a cup of carver into it as well. Oh, he would, he, <laughs> he would, <laughs> and he just he he do his little carver clap. He would jump in the thing and he just sit up to his neck and he just jiggle and dance and he'd, he'd be calling other players to come in. And I would just as soon as I'd see that ice bath, I'd just walk the other way. And wouldn't it, and it be just easier just to walk outside in New Zealand? Not not when what not when Ruben, you have to walk past Ruben and he's and he's and he knows you haven't been in. Judge, you're in. <laughs> no man, I'm alright. I've already been in. No, you haven't. He's this coconut. You are not arguing. Have a bit with of Ruben, that dirty mate. muddy water over there. That'd be the last person you want to argue with too. Just quietly. <laughs> yes. It's like an Eskimo. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> we might say. We might uh, wrap that up a little bit there. Before we go, uh, 25 games for North Queensland. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, 39 games for the Warriors. Uh, 10 for Huddersfield. And one for Greece. Two. Wasn't it two for Greece? Paid two for Greece. Yeah, oh. two for Greece. Yeah, well, yeah. then I'll be getting right onto Rugby League Project and correcting <laughs> Morgan, can you just that. check that one as no, well, please? See, just for once, in your, for the first time ever, I'm going to say this, Wikipedia is actually right. Oh, well, good on Wikipedia. <laughs> well, anyway, look, out of all of those games, does any one particular game stand out for you? Oh, jeez. Put you on the spot on that one. I think um, I think played a semi-final over in New Zealand against um, Parramatta, and it was at Mount Smart Stadium, and they called it the... They called... Um, John Hart called for uh, the blackout. They they called it the, the New Zealand All Blacks. They they used to do it where everybody would come and wear black. And yep. so it was thirty five. All the supporters would come in black, and it was thirty five thousand people there, and everybody was just dressed in black and just running out in that tunnel. And you know, you got the drums playing, and um, just it was just a phenomenal, um, 
just a phenomenal atmosphere and yeah, little things like that you remember forever. Yeah, you know. but you, you could probably think of yeah a few games that sort of meant a lot to you, but that's probably one that sort of stood out in my career. That you know you, you never forget nights like that. <laughs> were well, you, were you at the Warriors in was it in '08 when they beat Melbourne in that quarter final when they finished eighth? No, I, 07 was my last oh, year, yeah. 07. Yep. So I uh, missed out on that, but yeah, would it would have been lovely to stay over there for a few more years, but the fish shop beckoned. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like everyone that's gone over there, because there's been a, quite a few Cowboys that have gone over there, you know, like Jacob Lilliman, Lucky. Feeney. Um, Feeney. You know, Feeney went over there and, and, and had a good run over there as well, you know. It like, seemed to be almost like they were kept pinching us all. Oh, look... Um, there's a certain amount of balance that Australian players bring to um, New Zealand teams. Yep. Um, I've got a theory that is a little bit to do with on-field talk. You know, just quite by nature, um, New Zealand people. Yep. So, you know, we bring a little bit of chatter on, on, on the field and, and just sort of a bit of work ethic. Instead of just jungle ball constantly. <laughs> oh, well, if you look at them, they, they've really they've really balanced the way they play um, quite a lot over the years. But you know, the, the errors do still creep into their game. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I just think that that element of you know, they they really look to that just uh, um, that those players that talk a lot in the middle of the field um, yeah. and just just good team players. I mean, we can sit here. I can sit here all night. Like, I'm just just thinking off the top of my head now. Some of the names that you've played beside in your career, even though you know it was over a, a bit of time, you know, and you, and you had a you know a good chunk of games in there. But some of the names that you've played beside, there's some big names in there. Like you said, Ruben Wiki, uh, Campion, uh, you know, all, all those boys, and you know, you know, Ali Lauatiti, Steve Price got to play. You know, a lot of football. Simon Mannering. Um, um, Marnie Vatavoy. Oh, oh, you'd rather oh. play with him than against him, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, like just, just just some players who are just fantastic. And you know, one of the ones that started out with Matty Bowen. Yep. You know, like just just great memories. And not everyone gets to say that, and that's 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 the beauty of it, I guess. And that's you know, like that's why when I, I know I know you and I've known each other for quite a long time now, and and every time I um. You know, talk to you about you know, footy. Your eyes just light up every time you tell them. You know, you're telling a story and, that, and, I, and, I, and I love that about it. So you know, it's it's, it's so good to see. Well, when I when I went to the Warriors, one of the things that Ivan Cleary said at the time was, "George, I don't need. I need what I need from you is steady Eddie. I don't want gorgeous George. <laughs> <laughs> I just want steady Eddie. You know, because I'd." I'd Went over there, training. You, know, you just want to show all the tricks that you got in, in, in your thing. I don't need that here. I've got all the I've got all the trick merchants I need in my team. You know, <laughs> like all those players are so skillful. He goes, I just need steady Eddie. And I'd, I'd come off the field and uh, after after playing well, and he'd just look at me and go, nod his head and just go, steady Eddie. And that's all he would say to me. <laughs> like, and I knew I'd done my job. And, and that's a, a training. Like, if if, yep. if if I was doing what I needed to do, training, he'd just, just nod his head. Steady, Eddie. Uh, and if he was actually talking to me, yep. I knew I wasn't doing my job. Yep. <laughs> if he's having <laughs> relay stuff to me. So the, the more he called me Steady Eddie, 
more you knew you were going all right. The more you knew I was going all right. So, yeah. <laughs> you're going, oh, the cage is talking to me. This is really, oh, no, it's not good at all. <laughs> no, there's no one who's talking to you. It's not good. It means you're not doing the right thing. But uh, thanks, for ha- thanks for having me tonight, boys. It's yeah, thanks for coming. It's been great. Like, We've we've just made two podcasts in this one. We won't even be able to split this. Effectively, <laughs> we might see how we go. Uh, hey, just, it's an extended yeah, an hour over. It's not over budget, and we still got tape. Yeah, we're almost there. We've got fourteen minutes left of space. On <laughs> we got fourteen minutes. We can kill whatever. That's yeah, all good. It's all good. Uh, no, very good. Uh, so that was uh, on the ranch episode seventeen. Once again, thanks George for coming along. Yeah, thank big you, thanks, man. thank you, uh, Mick the Barking Frog, for bringing your gear like you do every week. Roll it all out. Be another. 40 minutes before you get home. Yep. <laughs> what a time this downloads. Pistol, thanks very much for hosting us. and uh, Always a pleasure. On the party party, which unfortunately didn't quite end the way. Didn't quite play out. I'll have to um, pick a new multi. I think I still gave Australia to win the World Cup. Lions to win the Premiership. Yeah. I don't know. Something with a bit of purchase, paying about 5 to 1. All right. See how we go. <laughs> Just stick to my multis, mate. That's the only way you're going to win it. Yes, follow, so, uh, repeat, review. <laughs> yes, follow us on. Uh, well, we've been on Instagram a little bit lately yeah. at on the Ranch NQ. We're on. Uh, I'm, well, I'm on Twitter at, at XR Bob. Uh, Barking Frog is yeah. on at all Bark- of the social media platforms. Yeah, Barking Frog. Actually, that's one thing, George. I just noticed you, your Instagram. You've got more followers than pretty much everyone here combined, and you haven't made a single post. (laughs) (laughs) I've told you at the outset, I haven't fully embraced (laughs) technology or social media, but I'm probably going to... I'll be tagging you on this one when we put this one out, that's for sure. I'll be sure to get an on-the-spot video out this week for the boys on Sunday. You get a bit of extra time up there and see how we go, and it's not not doable I think uh, the Roosters are in for a rude shock when the Pride of the North come down there and take them on at Gosford beautiful well, excellent that's us for this week it's a good night from me night from the pistol night from the frog and night from Joy. <laughs> <laughs> pleasure to be here thanks, thanks for having me guys go Cowboys go the boys <laughs>